It's the Bob and Tom Show. Have you ever had one of those days when nothing goes right? Your wife starts bitching about whatever it was she was bitching about last night. So you escape into the bathroom just to sit there on your throne. But after you finish your business, the toilet paper's gone. <laughs> well, it's a great day for me to whoop somebody's ass. <laughs> it's a bad day, so you better get off my back. You might get cold cocked <laughs> if you cross my path. Cause it's a great day for me to whoop somebody's ass. <laughs> well, I was running late for work, so I poured me some coffee to go. And just before I had a flat tire, I spilled it all over my clothes. When the highway patrolman pulled up, I thought that help was on the way. But when he saw the tire tool in my hand, he shot me with pepper spray. <laughs> well, it's a great day for me to whoop somebody's ass. It's a bad day, so you better get off my back. You might get cold cocked. If you cross my path, cause it's a great day. Y'all can sing it, you're going to. For me to whoop somebody's ass. <laughs> when I finally made it to work, I was 15 minutes late. I told my boss about the flat tire, but he fired me anyway. So here I am out in the parking lot Just waiting by his Corvette <laughs> I'm gonna give him a goodbye present That he never will forget Let's sing it together Cause it's a great day For me to whoop somebody's ass It's a bad day So you better get off my back You might get cold if you cross my path Cause it's a great day For me to whoop somebody's ass Hey, good morning. It is any day. Any day is a great day to kick somebody's ass. But today's special. Whenever you can find the time, Barbie. Have a seat. <laughs> put your headphones on. No one will hear you if you can't turn the mic on. Christy, get here on time. You, you put that on and you knew you were going to get attacked, didn't you? I thought I'd bring a pop of color into the room. She looks black, great. Black, 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 We appreciate baby. it. Yeah. Who appreciates it? I do. Thank oh, you, Josh. kissing ass already. What about that? One does want to Your thoughts? I have none. I'm a Barbie, remember? Oh. Oh, no, the new Barbie kicks ass. Come on. Well, that's, well. Did you see it? No, I just read the reviews. Oh. Hi, welcome to the yeah. Bob and Tom Show. <laughs> yeah. We've lost you're, all you're hope. You were supposed to see it and compare with Al. 
I was going to see it, I know, and then I got, I became somewhat ill. Willie and I were going to go, and I had to cancel. It's my fault. I did not feel well. We were all going to go, actually, is the real story. Yeah. A week ago Monday, you said, do you guys want to go? I can go to see Barbie Thursday at 2.30 is what you told us on the air. Yeah, that was correct. Josh and I were going to go. But then Josh and I... We've learned that if we don't say anything about something you've said, it just goes away. (laughs) Yep. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. Movies. It it, it certainly did. Birthday dinners, graduation celebrations. So do you know if poor Al had to go see it? We'll find out. Well, he's got that uh, coos, so he probably had to go see Barbie. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) She is lovely, Jack. That is so... I've never met her, but I'm just guessing. She's a delightful person. You're just referring to her as Al does. That's right. Yeah. And dude, she works for the Rockies. So talk nice and get some get hooked up. Well, maybe someday she'll work for a major league team. No, come on, down there at Coors Field. <laughs> they have the uh, cheapest beer of any field. It's gonna be a Coors rough morning. A little bit button bar. Can you uh, boost that up a little? Do you have bit? a little audio for us to start the show? I don't yet, Tom. I told you that. We're picking it up. We're no, I just saw it. you instructing Ace to turn on your machine. That's yeah, because when I did this for comedic effect. Hey! There, now you can hear it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, we have a number of things we have to get to today. Oh. <laughs> Who did that? <laughs> Every time I, might have been I'm out. <laughs> they pulled me yeah, back. Uh, let's move forward here. Um, uh, do you want to give me like the sports teaser coming or up? Or I could uh, introduce anybody, anybody yeah. at all because uh, well, go ahead. Christy makes her entrance and throws everything out. <laughs> oh, my Every Lord. single Late morning. Every morning. Every, oh. every morning, Pat. I know. Oh, don't you throw stones. <laughs> I'm on my deathbed. I, I do that move in. a lot too, Christy, and it's because you and I both know it's not easy to sit in here before the show starts. Exactly right. <laughs> hey, Tom, don't moment. you hate joy? <laughs> uh, anyway. What do you have against joy, anyway? There's Pat Godwin. Hi, Chick McGee. You okay? There's <laughs> I got the a mini stroke. Uh, no, you know what? The, how how long have I been complaining? I've got a lot of problems. What are you complaining about? The toilet paper dispenser in the men's room. How long? <laughs> no, I how hate long, it. How long that have I been complaining terrible. about this damn thing? And the it's terrible the in the girls' room too. And the Willie, Willie, wait, what's your point, Willie? What I, I said the the, the, the quality, quality of the toilet paper yeah, is also bad. It's awful. That's true too. However, it jams. It looked like a mouse attacked at the neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> I was picking at it. There's pieces everywhere. And my my cycle's off. I don't know why, but it's it You can't now. get the paper to unravel, right. unreal rather, and then it's right. so thin it when you pull on together. it, you get like one sheet. Or then both rolls roll at the same you, you time. You get two sheets. Oh, I love that when that happens. <laughs> yeah. You get them both because they're stacked. When, sure. they, when they come, both roll together. Oh, it's amazing. And we're out of dude wipes or whatever those are. I don't know. Whoever oh. buys the toilet paper, I don't know if you know this, but that magical little mistake when it gives you two pieces of toilet paper that the two ply toilet paper exists. They have that. We yeah, can just buy that's it. That's true. It just we comes off the roll. Like and wait for paper, some, paper towels. I'll get, anyway, I'll get someone a, on that. That's that put me in a bag. Technically not. Pat really has. He has been using paper towels. And what? It's better. What? Are you flushing them? No, no, no. The ones in the green room. I have a hard time ripping them off. That's true. He does wrestle with the paper towel yeah, dispenser. Make a little he, joke. Uh, he was. I know. Uh, I know. He was uh, wrestling with it. So you don't use you don't wipe with those. Not here. <laughs> oh, anywhere. You're sure. Oh, no I do whatever I want. About toilets. Wait, aren't you on record? I use as, towels at home. You use a wet paper towel to clean things up sometimes. Personally, don't you? Me in the backside area. I believe you said that on air like two weeks ago. I did. 
Does, am, am I going crazy? I, no, you're not. Uh, Tom going or Pat crazy. said that. I think Pat, my dad did. I think Tom did. Oh, I, I'm not aware of that. I... A wet paper towel. Hmm. This will shock you, but what when you I leave here, bouncy. it all stays. That doesn't yeah. sound bad. A wet paper towel. <laughs> you don't flush them. You hang them on that uh, rail out. Well, sure. <laughs> well, you got to reuse them. Sure, that only makes sense. <laughs> it's like when at the baseball games, they hang a cage in the outfield. It's the same thing. That's only, That could be very unfortunate. By the way. Um, <laughs> do we, is there anything of interest in the world of sports? I'm so um, tired. Uh, we got a, if you're looking to uh, coach a women's soccer team, there could be an opening. Huh. Uh, and Donofsky. Looks like he's going to get fired. Oh. Vlatko. Poor <laughs> Vlatko. First name, V-L-A-T. Vlatko. 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 Could be fired. Uh, Novak Djokovic is in the United States for the first time, and he won yesterday in Mason, Ohio. What is the name of that tournament? Paren, Cincinnati. What is the name of the tournament? Cincinnati. Uh, the Western and Southern Open in Mason, Ohio, and Cincinnati. Western and Southern. So it's, <laughs> what, west of New York and Ohio, south of Canada. <laughs> that makes sense. I, think it's, uh, I don't know what Western and Southern is. It sounds railroad. like a railroad. Yeah, railroad. Maybe. Yeah. Insurance company? I don't know. Uh, we've got a situation brewing between, uh, remember the movie Blindside? That for sure, some yeah. oh, unknown yeah. reason, Sandra Bullock won the Academy Award for Best Actress. you got to protect his blindside. Possibly the most egregious error in the history of the Academy. <laughs> Next to Denzel Washington losing to Al Pacino in Scent of a Woman. Hoo-ha! Oh, God. Pacino was wonderful. Oh, I don't mind that. God. A lot of great anyway, I enjoyed the movie. The uh, the blind side. Yes. I, didn't, I didn't see the blind side. I no, did. I haven't seen it either. But that's no surprise. <laughs> Rich, How can you judge a movie you haven't even seen? I have a rule. What's my rule, Tom? You know my rule. I don't see Sandra Bullock vehicles. <laughs> he, I love oh, her. She broke my boy Bob's heart. Oh, that's I know she did, but against her. I forgot about. Uh, oh, that's right. She dated a friend of yours. That's right. Um, and uh, we got liquor in the Big Ten, or it could be twelve. <laughs> Or could be... 16 or nope. 22. 22. Um, are you serious? Could be 22 teams. I was joking. In so, the Big Ten. So then each team won't get to play the other team in the Oh, league. God, no. Gee, no. That'd be like a 30-team... That'd be like a 30-game season. That's <laughs> that'd be silly. Growing up is hard enough, but now you got to explain to a kid why the Big Ten has 22 teams in it. That's a brand, huh? got to explain to him why the word phonics starts with a PH. See, now... Life is just weird and Here's unfair. the problem, though. You are a big fan of branding. Right. Colonel, Colonel Qaddafi speech, go ahead. Colonel Qaddafi could have become a general because he was the head honcho, he but he knew that he was Colonel Qaddafi. He Big was, Ten. He didn't want to become the new Coke of colonels. Big, Big Ten understands branding. No matter how many teams, we're going to call it the Big Ten. Boom, boom. Done. Yeah, the name is bigger than the idea. Yeah, there it is. I understand that. It's just that it's... It's the same with Chick. You should get that, right? <laughs> it's, like these, it's like these high schools that win the state championship every year that have 75,000 students. And oh, this is great! Yeah, of all those students, five of them get to be in the basketball team. You know, maybe break up the schools and have a, have a, everyone have a little more fun. Maybe college football shouldn't just be a preliminary league for the pros. I don't think these causes are as lined up as you think they are. And speaking of branding, you went to the fair yesterday. How do you explain to your kid those are goldfish? They're not gold. Those fish were. I think you might taupe. have you. You got like I a sardine there. Fish. I think that might be a sardine. <laughs> hey, Griswold's here. Bring the sardines fish. out. I didn't even check this morning to see if they made it through the night. Oh, uh, of the original seven, it's like the astronauts. Yeah. We seven of the original seven goldfish from two weeks ago, two are left. 
but we added an additional one last evening from a visit to the fair. Oh. Yeah. So we'll see. I'll, I'll, I'll keep in touch. Got the filter on. The water's changed. We're all good there in the goldfish department. Maybe these two didn't want a new neighbor. I, I Maybe they know. took them out. In the you know, of the sometimes yeah. goldfish don't care for fish that are silver. Maybe mm. not. They're oh. less. Yes. Based on color. I oh. see. <laughs> that, which will get us back to another news story. Oh, uh, let's okay. see. Um, uh, coming up today, we have an Eiffel Tower update. A lot of interesting things going on Still in the up? world. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's good. Good. I'm, I'm a big fan of the Eiffel Tower. No beautiful. kidding. Oh, it's great. It's beautiful. You've been to Paris? No, but I'd like to go. I'd like to see that. Great. I, I hesitate things? to say that to you people because you'll make fun of me. But go ahead. Not at all. Why no, would we no, make fun of you? Is it one of those things when you see it, it's shorter than you would have thought? No, it's pretty big. Is it? It's okay. big. And they have a good taste not to surround it by 10,000 tall buildings and ruin it. It's surrounded mm. by a beautiful park. There's a park they out have, front. Yes. But they, they limit the heights of buildings. Yeah. To hey, Josh. Many other cities should do Chick it. wants to go to the Eiffel Tower. What a girl. <laughs> <laughs> see? <laughs> And then one of you will say, well, you'll have to leave your home to go to Paris. (laughs) Crap like that. It does look like a giant erector set, though. It doesn't look like a VR Is it the Eiffel Tower on television? Can't you look at it there? I'd see stuff like this. Yeah, I suppose you... You brought this on yourself. We weren't saying Shut your whore mouth! (laughs) (laughs) Hey, kids, you want to get into broadcasting? (laughs) Just insult each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blatant hostility. Have some fun. Works for us. Where was I? Bananas are important. Coming up in sports. Bananas? Bananas are very I've been important. telling you that for years. The Cavendish banana. Uh, right now, uh, we have uh, we have diamonds in the news. Steven Singer Jewelers. We've been talking about Steven for a long time. And uh, if you've heard our interviews with Steven, he really is the only reason he's in the business. is kind of to help make people happy. And I'm not kidding. He could have quit a long time ago. He's doing just fine. Uh, sure, his, he's got to uh, get those uh, get those special gifts for his wife. But you know where he shops? Steven Singer Jewelers. I hate stevensinger.com. Maybe this is the season for that back-to-school bracelet for that mom that's going to be in that carpool or something for that gent that you love so much. Steven Singer's got it all, but right now he's got a he's got a bone to pick, or I guess a diamond to pick. He likes real, natural, earth-born diamonds. You know, those really great ones. Maybe you got an engagement ring from Steven Singer a couple years ago. You want to upgrade it dollar for dollar, right on up. That's how Steven works. He doesn't particularly care for the... Um, lab-grown diamonds. Do you mind if I give him a name? Uh, the Franken diamonds. Is that okay? Oh, uh, uh, yeah, these are not real go. diamonds. So he's giving them away as part of a special offer. Okay, you buy a real decent, cool, earth-born diamond, and he'll hand you one of those other ones. Get the details at IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, a limited quantity, purchase necessary, blah, blah, blah. Talk to your lawyer. Uh, it's IHateStevenSinger.com for beautiful, real, natural, earth-born diamonds. He's got that great guarantee, and always always remember this. Get that order in before about 2 o'clock Eastern time on any given day, and that baby is in the mail. So check it out, IHateStevenSinger.com. Tell them the Bob and Tom Show sent you, and say, Hi, Stephen, how you doing today? Now, we have uh, Christy Lee and her, uh, what is it, sort of madras? Barbie. It's not Barbie. Stinks. It's kind of a, pink, crew. It's kind of a pinkish. Um, Smells bad. It looks very sweet. <laughs> Christy, you look, you look really nice, but I think that when you walked in, your your, your pants are also pink yeah. or salmon. So yes. it, it pops. It does pop. Absolutely. You look I great. knew it was a lot, but... It's got kind of that golf course look. This is the the most comfortable pair of pants I own, and I don't really have a lot of shirts to With that outfit, you'd walk into Russell, they go, I assume you want a BLT. Right? A BLT? Absolutely. What? No, they'd look at me and go, you want a salad? Mm-hmm. They'd look at me and they'd go, sir, the janitorial closet's over there. Could you start with the, uh, <laughs> could you start vacuuming the hallway? <laughs> we'll be right back. This is the Bob and Tom Show.
Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the -the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. Christy Lee at the news desk. Hi. There's Pat Godwin in the performance room. Hello. I insist we get a song out of Godwin this hour. Uh, we're going to do one next. <laughs> I got I got We have to. Ooh. He sat there like a bump on a log. For hours. 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 I thoroughly enjoyed the show, though. You don't see me just sitting here mailing it in. Well, Pat's going to be. Pat, do you have a glass of water in there? Yeah. You might want to lube up the... Uh, Lube up the throat for this one. I'm going to ask for in a matter of moments. Spray. He's got, got spray, throat, yeah. throat spray. Oh, good. We'll spray it up. All right, here we go. Lube that baby up. Lube it up. There's Willie. Oh, yeah. Hi, Willie Griswold. He's got to stop. Yeah. Lube it on up. No. Talk it, it to me. Josh Arnold. What? Josh Arnold. Ooh, the I ooh. hate Steven Singer's sidekick You know, chair. other people go out with their dads and they're embarrassed in front of the waiter. Yeah. Or their dad embarrasses them in front of their new girlfriend. Sure. You, you. have to embarrass me in front of everybody all the time. So sorry. Almost, uh, yeah, worldwide. My father. <laughs> He's just... Good morning, Ace Cosby. Morning, Chick. Uh, I'm Chick, and here's Tom. Okay, um, we're going to uh, postpone... Our... Oh, Father, I'm so tired of being an alley cat. Other cats have homes and don't have to scrounge for their food. Yeah, but they gotta pay for their security. But, Father, I can help you a lot. Though I'm only three and a half, I'm ever so strong. Okay, keep in mind, that's the same guy doing both voices. Yeah, Amazing. Yeah. In today's world, you know who'd be doing those voices? Gigantic, overpaid movie stars. Seth Rogen. And yeah. Instead of having great voice actors. Uh, before we get to sports. Yes. Uh, you wanted to hear a song from Mr. Godwin. Uh, Pat, um, you have a song. Uh, Christy, I gave you a new story about Two it. intoxicated tourists discovered Not sleep. that one. Oh. It's the sweet story about uh, the old folks that meet. and it's, it's oh, You know, we've been talking that. about the so-called meet cute Mm-hmm. You have yes. It's a it's a technical term. Josh is familiar with it from the world of uh, Hallmark movies. Hang the, on just a second. Rom-coms. Thanks, Josh, for telling him about. Me I didn't. Cute. I didn't, Josh. Mm-hmm. I promise, I did. Joshua. He came in one day and he goes, "Have you heard of this meat cute?" I go, mm-hmm. "Yeah, yeah, it's some term that me." And he goes, "Oh, and so see, so he learned it somewhere else." Okay, ran with it. All right. Well, I mean, you, know, I, those Hall- You didn't you say you spent an entire weekend with the Hallmark Channel on? Uh, oh, I watch that stuff a lot. Yeah, uh, on the holidays. I do. Yeah. Partic- particularly around the holidays. Got it. I mean, you can go right now. They've got Christmas movies on, and it's always the same thing. Well, Christmas in July, yeah. You know, I don't watch of, those. I don't either. It's kind of, it's a, <laughs> I love Christmas in July. No, I'm super seasonal when it's it comes wrong. to That's wrong. You I can't hate, watch I hate Christmas I hate movies that. in July. If they have a Christmas in July sale, I will not walk in the what store. About, I had this argument last week. What about Buxom Santa's Helpers in July? I like it. Scantily clad with little no, red and white hats. immoral oh and wrong. Oh, I don't know what see, to do. See you in hell. Are you shaking? 
<laughs> oh, yeah. Nice. Are, are they shaking? But these old people had a so She's a shaking Just snapping her fingers. <laughs> this old couple had an incident where they met. And, there, uh, I, I oh, you're trying to get story. back on track, are you? A couple in their 80s. <laughs> <laughs> trying to help out, are you? <laughs> Good luck. How dare you help out? <laughs> Long show, Josh. But I'd say right. it's kind of a thin news day. <laughs> tons of news. A couple in their 80s have married after falling in love at their retirement village. Oh. Mr. Christopher Streets, 82, and the new Mrs. Rosa by, by the way, Streets, 81. Paren, for those in the know. Uh, his name is Christopher Streets. That's a real name, not like some. Yeah, <laughs> he's subtle. marrying a woman. <laughs> yeah. So Christopher Christopher Street. That, oh, right, right. That in street in San Francisco is it in New York? No, it's no, in no, New, no. York. New York City. Yeah. So it will always be uh, uh, some sort of a gay uh, shorthand for you. Yes, Christopher Street. Have you ever seen the movie Cruising with Al Pacino? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, he, he won the, How many Academy Awards he won for that? Not enough. Okay. Not enough. All right. He took one for the team. Well, I mean, took one. <laughs> yeah, he did. He's in the underworld. He's, he's searching for a killer of uh, gay yeah. men. In, oh, was that the fisting in, scene? Well, and, yeah. and he goes into this uh, gay bar, and there's a guy in the bar wearing a T-shirt, and all the T-shirt says is Christopher Street. <laughs> <laughs> but this is, the this, this involves a man whose actual name is Christopher Street, and Sorry. it's Christopher Streets. Oh, so yes. He and Rosa tied the knot 18 months after meeting for the first time at a coffee gathering. The pair both moved to a retirement village. She's, she's currently uh, filing for divorce. <laughs> Kensham, Somerset, England, after their spouses died. Describing how they first met, their meet cute. Yes. Former nurse Rosa said, quote, I saw him sitting by the window, and the sun was shining on him. And he had these lovely yellow socks on, which seemed to just... Glow in the sunshine. Of course, sunshine. they didn't start out as yellow socks. No. <laughs> then he came. <laughs> dribbling. Yes. Sat next to me on the yes, couch. We, fortunately, it wasn't anal leakage. <laughs> Just the old penile, you know. They weren't tote socks. You know what goes well, don't you? Yes. Yeah. Uh, rather, yes. Is his socks match his job Oh, they're British? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I was uh, going to make fun of Jimmy Carter. I'll switch. Okay, I'll figure okay, it out. Okay, here's Pat Godwin with that dumb song. Go ahead, Pat. <laughs> it's a great song. Go Pat, ahead, Pat. Uh, Pat, I know you don't like to toot dumb your own horn. Song. This won the uh, International, <laughs> International Songwriters Competition. There is no wedding party or friends are dead. <laughs> uh, there, there's no wedding party or friends are dead? Is that what you just That's said? That's what the man said. He's reading quotes from the story. Uh, nice happy story. Uh, yeah. Most of my friends died in the war. Pat, you ready? Viagra. Ready to be heckled for the whole show? Okay. That song, yeah. Here this, this by in advance. Listen for the great horn uh, switcheroo oh, here. This uh, tremendous uh, Steve Ali arrangement right. with Mister Pat Godwin. Oh, this one. <laughs> girl, girl, the food was great. Cut that out. The company even better. Why sitter all night long Going on about the weather I know it's our first date And good girls gotta wait But I just turned 83 And you said you're 70 Hey Full. You know what I'm thinking Let's make love We're old and we're shrinking The hour's late Let's just do it on our first date Come on 
Madonna. Unhook your girdle and take off that face. Let's crawl into bed. Cut to the chase. It'll be just great. Let's do it on our first date. I took Viagra an hour ago. Put your teeth in a jar by the bed. Look here who's poking out and waking from the dead. That's it, you right now, so don't give me no lip. It's too late for your hymen, but I might break your head. The hour is late, let's get to it on our first date. Yeah. Our first date. The hell with arthritis, arterial thrombosis, acute angina, anya, halitosis. It'll be great, let's do it on our first date. And repeat myself I may have Alzheimer's And repeat myself Good girls wait till broad swing You can take off your clothes Cause I can't see a thing My socks are yellow Let's make whoopee on our first date <laughs> I may have Alzheimer's And repeat myself I may have Alzheimer's And repeat my I may actually have Alzheimer's And repeat myself I may have Alzheimer's repeating myself on our first date. You guys have been great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Beautiful. All right. Uh, Pat Godwin singing live with the uh, the great band Steve Ali. I just I love that horn thing at the end. But da 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 da. The big fat horn section. Yeah, we heard it. Mm. Yeah. Oh well, uh, you didn't appreciate it. it. Uh, that was beautiful, Pat. Thank. You. And the way you. Uh, uh, Managed to sustain that one note at this oh. hour of the morning. Congratulations. Well, you can you. do what you normally do and take the rest of the day off. Um, I, I, again uh, today? Uh, I was not to to that. That. Man. Yeah. that was great, Pat. I took yesterday off. He uh, was being so nice, and I, I really thought something was going to happen there, but... He can't allow himself to be too kind. Yeah, yeah just use it to set a pattern to break, didn't Here's he? an email. <laughs> you got to keep him in his place. Uh, dear losers. <laughs> That's us. That hurts. <laughs> Wanted to let you know there is a video on YouTube, uh, a Hallmark Hall of Fame from 1964 of the Fantastics musical. Oh, my gosh. Starring. Just one with Bert Lahr. Ricardo Montalban and Bert Lahr. <laughs> <laughs> and it says here, it's just as wonderful as you can imagine. Oh, man. Uh, and I have to say, uh, I always love the show, especially the fantastic part. Oh, yes. <laughs> Ricardo Montalban. That's why I love vegetables. And Bert Lahr. Let's be full of radish out of my head. Put him up. Put him up. <laughs> Talk me up. Put it in. Put it in. <laughs> Talk me up. Put it in my again. No, no, another weird topic that we brought up. I pull my hair. <laughs> I could just play the radish. Wait, is Bert Lahr, is that the lion from yeah. Wizard of Oz? Yeah. Man, your impression is so good. I figured it out. Thank you very much. Oh, Godwin's got a name. Oh, yeah, when Pat really sings, good. what's the song you sing like the... Cowardly uh, Lion. Yeah, which one is that? The Flower King of the Forest. No, no, I mean the, one, the parody that we wrote. I forget. Uh, yeah, we'll I dig it up somewhere. <laughs> um, now, um, I had asked this... 
oddball question. And Chick then got to tell a story that I would tell, but he told it in my voice. Yes. About going to a, a yeah, concert. Billy Joel uh, and Max's Kansas City. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Kinky Friedman of the Texas Jew Boys. <laughs> I could say Jew Boy. It's the name of the band. <laughs> Kinky Friedman's band. That was the name of the band. Thank you for <laughs> distilling it into a meaningless... Uh, random word drivel. Uh, the uh, the larger point is: if you've ever gone you to ever gone to a show and there's some amazing band there that no one has heard sure. of yet, they're they're just before their first big album. And yes. I happened to see Billy Joel with about forty people before he became super Tell famous about a week later. Now, um, uh, this guy uh, takes the uh, time and trouble to write. Um, Cody writes: You were talking about um, bands you'd seen before they got famous. I took my girlfriend out for supper on prom night. Her dad had given us tickets to see some guy who was performing in the casino lounge in Reno. There were about 50 people there. A guy came out on a stool and a guitar. His name was Garth Brooks. Oh, wow. <laughs> He'd be filling stadiums a couple years later. Man. I was at a radio convention. There was this little sign saying, special show, like 4.30. So I went in. There there was nobody in there. Maybe, you know, what, 20, 30 people in this auditorium. Garth Brooks walked out. It was great. Talked to everybody. Played a bunch of James Taylor songs. Incredibly cool. Ugh. I had a buddy. Didn't he have was... his own tunes yet? Hmm. Yeah, he did. No, he was just... Oh. But he was having fun. He walked <laughs> oh. out. He, he just played... He, this was after he was... Sir, he, after he was super oh, famous. Okay. Who, who wrote that letter? Cody. Uh, Cody. Cody, you've just been uh, tommed. Yeah. You, you wrote in with a story. Right. And, uh, he, and he could top it. He yeah. could top it. I just agreed Cody, with Cody, you what now we know... know? Uh, his rules of conversation. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's and a I, contest. Not uh-huh. to be too Griswoldian, uh, but I can, I have one up here. My buddy was drinking out in Sydney, Australia. I can mm-hmm. top that. And he went to a small show. Get this, Chris Gaines. Nobody else in the audience. How ah. I know, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. very fun. Very clever, <laughs> Mr. McGee. You're, yes. Do you, have a, do you have a story like that? Do you ever see any bands before? Uh, I saw Bad Company. They opened for. Uh, I told that yesterday. Was it yesterday? Well, it's very good. See, they were, they were very good. Uh, I don't know if Chris Gaines was singing for them, but that, them. could have been Paul Rogers. <laughs> Uh, now, um, you know, it's a reference before my time. I was reaching a little bit, trying to stretch, have fun with my pals in here. I'll never try I don't again. Know why, I don't know why that didn't go anywhere. Why did that Chris not Gaines? do very well? Yeah, I don't know. I don't flopping. understand why he did it. Branding. Uh, who knows? Uh, we have another oddball thing in Today in History. <laughs> oh, yeah? Lord. Yeah, go ahead. I could object. Oh, because it's in the first hour instead of oh, the last? Now? You want to do it now? I think so. Time now for today in history. Just just one thing. Just one thing. <laughs> um, this I, in history. Uh, August 17th. I want to see if you can guess the year Chick McGee or Ace. The very first commercially produced compact disc oh, was pressed. Commercially produced. Domestically or worldwide? Uh, man, oh, I, very I, good question. It's it, very it, difficult no, to that, talk to. Uh, Chick, 1980. I, Chick, the first ones we had in this building were from, from imports from Japan. Yeah, that's a good, fair question. The first was, one we had was Bruce Springsteen. That's correct. Uh, and uh, it, first one I had was uh, Alan Parsons. And the games people play. What an awful song! <laughs> <laughs> but you could hear it. You could hear it in CD quality. Ace, to answer your question, the first commercially produced CD was produced in uh, West Germany. In a uh-huh. factory. What now? Guess what year? I, I would not have guessed this. I would have thought it was a year later. eighty-two. Uh, Correct. Wow. The man is a winner. Hmm. Wow, that was 80. Good. What was it? 
Um, it was um, craft work. Dire Straits. <laughs> it was Ab. Yeah. Take a chance. 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 Take and we look over there, and I see Mr. Chick McGee. And uh, we'll have more sports coming up. <laughs> Do we have anything uh, interesting? You want to give us some kind of a teaser? Bananas, 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 or teaser? Bananas. Okay. All right. Uh, now, bananas. B a n. The man to my right is Josh Arnold. Yeah, you're right. He's been trying to direct okay. the show today, helping out, trying to get us back on track. He has been. Yeah, and which is fine. And because it's he's a common busy. rookie mistake. He has been at his <laughs> at his home directing. Getting stuff, uh, we've all got houses with problems. You got to do this, you got to do that. You're doing some fixing up stuff. What do you got going? Yeah, that's right. Well, we all have things going on when we have houses, don't we? My gosh, if you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or something a little more positive, making those dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start unless you know about Angie. Angie's made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. When you Angie that, you find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you require and, quite frankly, deserve. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience. They've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Go ahead, bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and see if Angie doesn't handle the rest from start to finish. Angie will help you compare quotes from multiple pros, connect instantly. That means you can take care of just about any home project in only a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Thank you very much, Josh. We're going to come back. We are going to visit the sports page with Mr. Chick McGee. A lot of other interesting things going on in the world, including um, sneezing in the news. Do you know who the Iceman is? The Assassin? The Iceman. George Gervin? Uh, these are Wasn't all good he in Maverick? I know he cometh. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, he... Val um, Kilmer, Iceman. He yeah. also... Um, Right, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Thoth. Oh, <laughs> from the we'll, we'll find out about the Eighth Man. Thoth. Thoth. I can see I can't do it. Uh, this is the Bob and Tom Show. Reach us toll free at one eight 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 Bob Tom One or at bobandtom.com. This is the Bob and Tom Show. It's coming up. Hi, welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. Christy Lee at the news desk. Hello, Pat Godwin. Hello. Sitting on his ace over there. That's right. There's Willie Griswold. Yep. Yep. He's, uh, <laughs> Willie and Uncle Chick are arguing. There's Josh Arnold. Chickster. At the I Hate Steven Singer sidekick chair. There's Ace Cosby. Hey. I'm Chick McGee, and here's Tom Griswold. Probably heard about the vote. The, the vote. vote. The vote. vote. Uh, the vote for an additional Ace Cosby uh, <laughs> joke of the voted. day each hour. Nobody's, nobody, no. Nobody, um, nobody. We all know that those in favor, those in favor of a uh, bonus Ace Cosby joke, say aye. 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 Oh, okay. Though. Obviously, the eyes have it. <laughs> yeah. How about next time the ears vote? <laughs> What's the best way to cook an alligator? I don't know what. In a crock pot. That was 
<laughs> it's two different, two different things. Your hands are like kind funny. of crocodile. Your hands are floating. Crocodile alligator. You look kind of like Emo Phillips when you deliver that. You look kind of like doing me. Ace Cosby is Emo Phillips. The biopic no one asked for. Emo Phillips. Ebro. Behind that's not even hey, relevant, really. That reference he doesn't really work. He thinks he's helping. He thinks that's okay. Bro now is like a frat bro, typically. Okay. How about Emofo Phillips? <laughs> Better. Thank you. Remember the famous brother Christmas hunk? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you remember that. Uh, that only, yeah. oh, really only works well, if you combine two cultures. And uh, it's, it's sure it's a stretch. Where were we? Oh, I know. We were going to check in with Mr. Chick McGee. Yeah, U.S. Women's National Team coach, Vlatko Andonofsky. According to reports, has resigned. This is the women's uh, soccer yes. thing? Okay. Uh, huh. Has he been asked to resign? Well, a person familiar with the situation told this reporter the move comes less than two weeks after the Americans were knocked out of the Women's World Cup earlier than ever before. Mm. This person spoke to the uh, Associated Press on condition of anonymity. What is this, like some, some big secret? They lost? It's a big deal, man. England and uh, Spain Sunday morning, whatever time it is in Australia. They do need another a new coach. Sure they do. Somebody's going to go, hey, ladies, you want to focus on soccer? Get off, of, uh, get off social media. Put, put your phones down. <laughs> there was uh, some scuttle about the uh, ladies were not, uh, did not have full attention. Yeah, they didn't, uh, they were messing around. Playing grab ass. Potentially more interested in influencing. Than That's right. Soccer. Yep, that's the. You guys are looking right, at me like I'm going to get soccer. You you're socking. You guys are looking at me like I'm going to get mad because I'm woke. Like I, I, you think I care about women's soccer? Thank you, Buddy, my I son. Don't, I don't care about soccer. I'm not going to get fired up about this. You know, one of the first things I said when I moved to San Diego when I was on the air there, uh, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful place. Oh my god, temperature, people are oh sure horrible. But the thing is, <laughs> uh, Cox Broadcasting uh, bought the San Diego Soccers. And I said, C O C K S or C O C O X. Cox Broadcasting. Be funnier if it was the San Diego Soccers. Yeah. Well, with radio, see, you don't have to explain your spelling. So I, I mused, are they going to rename the team the Cox Soccers? Yes. And and that's very funny. It wasn't a couple months. I was back here. Can we talk to you for a second? Did your Did your partner find that amusing? <laughs> oh. Man. Good man. I killed him. Novak Djokovic. <laughs> I don't know what to do now. Is he no longer with him? No, no, yeah, he died. No. Oh, of the, same thing, of the same thing I have, but I got mine fixed. Oh, okay. Oh. He was going his way to get his fixed. Bad attitude. Hard to fix. <laughs> yeah. You know me, I've worked on my attitude. All right. I, I don't know. There's some inside stuff going on. Oh, yeah. This, Sorry. Go ahead. Not privy to. This, this is going to end with a, a, a fist fight in the parking lot. I'm sure of it. Something is going to happen today. This just in. Email. How on earth do you people find a way to carry on a conversation with Tom? <laughs> we don't. Because on this end, the emailer, <laughs> on this end, it just sounds impossible. <laughs> Yeah. Joe from Lincoln, Nebraska. By the way, kind of on that same topic, uh, Joe writes in another Joe saying, Willie's not crazy. Earlier I thought that you wiped with wet paper towels, Dad, but you did say that you blow your nose with wet paper towels. Yes, correct. you did say that. That is correct, yeah. So why don't you give me any love when I Because I, I didn't understand. I, I you thought don't, it you was the context it? was toilet paper. 
Kleenex are the workhorse of the industry. Yeah, but no, you get a, Maybe nice, a, puff. Get a nice wet paper towel, and you won't get your nose all red. And then you put, but you don't put it in the toilet. You put it in a wastebasket. Why don't you just stick your in face in the toilet and then blow your with toilet paper? Oh, like no, a, why not? Like yeah. a dog. Yeah, <laughs> dogs got it down, Doesn't man. Hurt them. Yeah. Um, well, I, I uh, had a couple things I wanted to get to. Go ahead. I uh, got an important announcement here. Look at this: Willie G and Joey Molinaro tonight. Fort Wayne, live stand-up comedy at Summit yeah. City Comedy Club. Now, that's something to do. Yeah, going to be fun. Come hang out. And then on Tuesday of next week, we're in Cincinnati at the Libertyville, Libertyville Funny Bone. Liberty Biberty. Liberty? Oh, over there in Liberty Township. Yes, Liberty. sir. Liberty. So, uh, come down to uh, my Instagram, at Griswold. Tickets, the link in the bio. Come hang out, y'all. Joey is super funny. Great impression. Speaking okay of too. Cincinnati uh, in that area, from Mason, Ohio, Novak Djokovic had a short night. First singles match in the United States since 2021. He beat Alejandro Davidovich. <laughs> Davidovich is his <laughs> middle name. Everyone strap in. Alejandro Davidovich Fokina. Whoa. Oh, that's you, really something. How do you spell it? F O K I N A. Fokina. It's probably Focina, wouldn't it be? F O K I N A? Yeah. You wanna you wanna back up, Columbia boy? <laughs> K. <laughs> no, the, the, the K is silent. Like no, in, the K is uh, pronounced no, like, like an S sometimes. K, K is knock. How about Fonina? It could be Fonina. I will. Could be I Focina. will accept it. Could no, it's not an S. That K is never an S, is it? Shashevsky. No. Mike Shashevsky. Shub. Now that's a shub, but that's Polish. They don't. So you're know. saying this guy? Is- <laughs> is he a shah or shit? <laughs> it could be Fonina. It could be Foshina, I guess. Okay. Or it could be Fa. <laughs> or Fo. Fo. Fokina. Like I said at first. Yeah, Fokina. you did. You're right. Yeah. I'm sorry. Stand by. Stand corrected. More sports coming up. Okay. Including. I'm looking forward to it. Bananas. Oh. Bananas in the news. Bananas, we have, uh, bananas in sports. We have, uh, we have drunk raccoons. <laughs> Um, Drunk raccoons. Yeah, and uh, drones and marijuana uh, in the news, as well as um, the Iceman. Those are the drones. George Gervin. (laughs) He's okay, right? Not not that Iceman. Okay. He's fine. Yeah, yes, sir. Uh, This is the Bob and Tom Show. Add to or continue the conversation. Check out the Bob and Tom Show on Facebook. Get the link at bobandtom.com. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Hey, welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. Christy Lee at the news desk. Hello. There's Pat Godwin in the performance room. Hey, Chick. There's Willie Griswold. What up, man? Hey, man. There's Josh Arnold, the I Hate Steven Singer sidekick chair. There's Ace Cosby. (laughs) Skip him. Hey. I'm Chick McGee, and here's Tom Griswold. Thank you very much, Chick McGee. It's always a pleasure to see you. Um, Christy Lee once again in her uh, nice summery outfit today. Thank you. Sort of a plaid, madras, mm-hmm. uh, pinkish, uh, Barbie-like Salmon-y suit. Color, very, yeah. very, very nice. Uh, now, we return to the sports page with Chick McGee. Is that correct? Uh, real quick, this just in. In the uh, world of sports, uh, this happened in Monday. on Monday in Madrid. A crowd erupted in screams at the bullfight and terror as Alejandro Conquero, 28, was speared by the bull in his rectum. Ooh, oh, my gosh. And there's... Video. The bullfighter, Conquero from Huelva, Andalusia, is said to be in a uh, serious condition. I'll bet. After the stomach churning incident happened on Monday. Stomach churning. 
<laughs> Lower. Boy, that went deep. Shocking <laughs> video captured the moment he was impaled in the rectum by the raging bull as spectators watched from the stands and did nothing. Uh. <laughs> Wouldn't you wear like a guard? A butt guard? <clears throat> yeah, like yeah, kind of I a, know what you're saying. Yeah, like, like a, a, like a yeah, cup, like a chastity belt type thing. Yes. yes. Like knights would wear medieval times. Like, <laughs> but those bullfighters—they don't wear helmets, right? It's kind of a—that's yeah, the whole thing. You're trying to reason thing. with people that are fighting with bulls, so I don't think they're going to wear any yeah. sort of protection. Good point. In the video, he's seen sporting a traditional matador costume. That's very beautiful, and taunting the bull well, with awesome. a pink and yellow cape as the audience gasped. Hey, bull, you stink! And this music was playing in the background. No, that's not true at all. But Rip, a rectum, tear, a rectum, use your long, long horn. <laughs> but with each sweep of with each sweep of his colorful cape, the bullfighter unwittingly became closer and closer to the beast's horns. Mm. Uh, he didn't know. Yeah, wait, you wouldn't you think know, that, those would be the things you would keep an eye on. As a bullfighter, that's the first thing I'm looking for. That's the main move, too. That's right. Edges closer to the fence. The bull charges towards his cape once again, and then it collides Ooh. with his... I'm going to tear you a new... <laughs> <laughs> the matador scene flying through the air. Oh, gosh. And the animal effortlessly flips him over his is head. He, is he okay? Ah. He's in the hospital. He's, uh, I, I don't know what he's doing he's right now. Sore. I hope he got the cable. <laughs> uh, he's left sprawled across uh, the bull ring while lying face down on his stomach. My butt. Uh, that, that, of course. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, my butt. <laughs> And the bull kept pushing him with his horns toward the middle of the ring. And Joshie's Spanish would be me butt. Me butt. Ah. Me butt. That, oh my. A- after he. Let me He torrowed him. Hang on. He, he torrowed him a new a hole. <laughs> when he flipped him over, the bull flipped him over his head and he landed on face down. And the, the bull came over, and that's when he was gored between the buttons. Oh. Oh. Man, wow. your thoughts? So the the bull had a little more purchase there to <laughs> yes, really really yes. ram it in. <laughs> yeah, can you bet on bullfighting, oh. and can you bet on the bull? I don't know. That's a great question. I assume you can bet on it. Or this why? is how this is written. I don't. But the beast isn't finished with him yet, as he makes another beeline for his backside and gores him between his buttocks. Oh. Alejandro terrifyingly thrust upright into the air with the animal's horns lodged in his rectum as the crowd cries out. Oh, He's again gosh. sent spinning through the air before he tumbles back onto the ground, desperate to escape danger. Oh, I think he's already had the it danger. Was this, at this point, several other bullfighters quickly ran into the ring armed with pink and yellow capes. What happened to Red? Where's Red? <laughs> How about a gun? Is, is, that, <laughs> yeah. is that a sign to yeah. the bull that we're, we're, we're taking a yeah. pause? Yeah, Don't mess yellow. with me or I'll wave my cape. Uh, hang on, like, Fred. A, Don't gore him anymore. They got the pink cape. The pink oh, cape. sorry. That's my right. bad. My bad. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> at the rodeo, the clowns all run out and they yeah. try to distract him. Well, but I mean, this is the whole reason they do this. Me- medics, they, they, if if the bull, if, if the bull didn't have horns, well, it could still do a lot of damage. Medics diagnosed him at the scene with a quote, uh, goring in the posterior perineal perianal region, which oh. dissects the rectum through the coccyx. Okay, we don't know how about that. Could affect the external sphincter or the anus. <laughs> 
Doctor. Wow. <laughs> it's going to be a while before he has a healthy numero dos. I, d- I doubt he ever does again. Wrecked <laughs> yeah, him damn near. Killed him. Killed him. Soup for a while. Yikes. Yeah. And I mean, then it, that bull was taken out and killed. So, you know. See, and that's not fair. No, no it's bull not won. fair. Bull yeah. won. The bull, yeah. bull's the bull killed. Won. The, I bull think the bull did bull, win. Yeah. Most often the bull, the bull's already... What, it, what happens then? They got, they got the bull's guys. the champ. The guys come out and the bull goes, hey, yeah, we're going out to celebrate? Am yeah. I win? Oh, come here. No, no, come here a second. Right by the end. What do you mean we got to stop off in the woods? <laughs> is that true? I'm Miller's Cross. Yeah. Outback Steakhouse. <laughs> I just wanted one of those little pink and yellow caves. Pink and yellow is my but favorite I, color. I won. I, I, this, I won. This just in from Sportsnet Canada. Oh, I'd hate to see what they do to me if I lost. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, if they lose, it, well, never mind. Uh-huh. Toronto Blue Jays infielder Miyonori Kawasaki was talking about a cramp issue. With uh, a reporter from Sportsnet Canada, Barry Davis, when uh, Kawasaki made an interesting comparison. And here is the interview. Interview, please listen carefully. You here in the studio, use your headphones. Your people at home, use your radios. Okay. So what happened to you? Huh? What happened? Just crap. Just a cramp? Yeah, just crap. So you told me, what, what, what can you eat to help you make you feel better? Bananas. Yeah, why, why bananas? Monkeys never crops. Oh. You know, monkey never crap. Be- because a monkey every day, bananas. Two. So how many did you have today? Three. Oh, three. Oh, yeah. So you, no more no more cramp for you. I need three bananas because a monkey never craps. Perfect. Thank so, you. Thank you very much. Excuse Arigato. me. He's saying cramps. Cramps. But oh, I thought, he's saying so this cramps. This is just for you. So he's not suggesting that no. he's, he's got... No issues uh, with his digestive system. No, it's potassium. As I said, cartoon. As I said, when the story started, Toronto Blue Jays infielder Miyanori Kawasaki was talking about a cramp. He issue. He wasn't listening to that part. No, I heard that. No, I think. I think. So why I, no, didn't you say, "Oh, a cramp issue"? A cramp issue. Because no, I, th- I think they're softening the story. He was talking about he can't take a cramp. No, the guys. The guys uh, I no. had no idea this would go this way. Yeah. You what happened to you? Huh? What happened? Uh, just crap. Just crap? Just a cramp? Yeah, just oh, crap. crap. So you told me what, what what can you eat to help you make you feel better? Bananas. Then I crap. Why, why bananas? Monkeys never crap. Monkeys? They don't, <laughs> they don't cramp. cramp. Monkey never crap. Be- they because, uh, monkey the reporters. They, the reporters think, yeah. Yeah, they know what's going okay. on. Right. How did you have today? His yes. whole Set life. Oh. You go to Set Japan and explain no more, in no Japanese you. that you're cramping and you can only eat bananas. Yeah. Let's see if people aren't laughing. While you're being a champion <laughs> at their best sport, go yeah. there as a karate champion and try to say okay. their words. I'm not being critical. I just it's, I think that you can hear the reporters laughing. Of course they, they are. They know. Yeah. If you really God. want to crap, you, got, you get cornholed by a bull. Oh, boys. <laughs> like well, that I other like, guy. Boys, I like that in your boys. attempts to be progressive, you <laughs> Was that the wrong, karate that the wrong one? Best. I felt it immediately. I felt it immediately. Here's the thing. I'm very dumb, and sometimes I act like I'm not. Oh, <laughs> you go over there and do origami and algebra and see if you don't get laughed at. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't know enough. Hey, that was a bad move on my part. Sorry, gang. No, no, we're fine. We're I okay. hope oh, I'm going to get my ass kicked by a bunch of karate guys later today, aren't I? No, because they don't, all don't do karate. No, Again. no. I don't, in my, the karate people were mad at me in that one, Josh. It wasn't. That's. I wasn't doubling down. We well, you know what you were doing over there. Oh yeah. Where's karate me. from? Uh, I don't know. Thank you. Judo is Japanese, right? <laughs> I, don't I get know. confused. I know Taekwondo is Korean. 
Okay. All right. Hello, um, and welcome to the Ignorant American Hour. <laughs> no, I'm asking. I, I, I don't know. Also, I love Josh. You called me out, and then, is it? I have no idea where it's from. <laughs> uh, right now, in honor of the uh, poor guy that got uh, um, right in the old, uh, reamed, reamed in the old keister by a bull. But, I mean, that's the whole point of the sport. Man versus uh, animal. And it could happen as the, uh, yeah. you know, this poor guy. It's the competition. Well, yikes. Um, when you just, uh, oh, man, I wish that bullet killed me. <laughs> this is uh, brutal. But this you is know a, what? I think he's probably thinking that. <laughs> in honor of that uh, fellow, we, they have, do have a, they go into an injury timeout when that happens. Really? Oh, yeah. Much the same way in the NFL, someone gets hurt and all of a sudden there's a commercial for something. The same thing's true in the bullfighting. At Nike, we know that to get a job done, you need the right shoe. Michael Jordan doesn't step on the court without his Nike Air Jordans. And Jose Impalero doesn't <laughs> step into the streets of Pamplona without his Air Toro. <laughs> Air Toro. Once you strap on these bright red steer hides of potters, you'll be ready to run for your life. Yes, hello. This is Jose Impalero. You know, when I put on my Air Toros, I feel like I can... Oh, oh no. Oh, me, Dios. No. No, Toro. No, no. Air Toro. People would walk over you to get this shoe. Air Toros. Hemingway may have worn khakis, but he never got to wear Air Toros. Plenty of other famous people love their Air Toros. People like Gore Vidal, Bruce Hornsby, Red Skelton, and the Chicago Bulls. So, hoof it on over to your favorite shoe store, Air Toros. No Toro, Toro. Air Toro. Just do it. There you go. <laughs> that injury timeout brought to you by Air Toros. Uh, More again, sports coming up. Alejandro Conquero. Including Tom Brady goes on a date. Oh, uh, okay. Ooh. Aren't you excited? Don't leave the guy alone. That poor guy. Tom he can't Brady's just go on a date. Date. Leave him alone. He's uh, uh, right now. We'll have what he tipped. When we come back, we'll find out the origin of various uh, types of martial arts. Um, of course, the martial arts come from the Marshall Islands. And did Tom Brady, <laughs> did Tom Brady complete a pass on his day? Oh, oh. we we'll have uh, we have nudists in the news and the Iceman Melteth uh, coming up. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Hey, welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. Christy Lee at the news desk. Hello. There's Pat Godwin in the performance room. Hey, chick. There's Willie Griswold. Good morning. There he is. There's Josh Arnold. Got the world by the tail, don't you? Over there. Hi. Yeah, I hate Steven Singer's sidekick chair. There's Ace Cosby. Hey. I'm Chick McGee. Here's Tom Griswold. Can you... Huh? One time I introduce you, can you not act like you're busy? Because I know you're not. I, I was you're re- just sitting here. No, I'm, I was reading something. Something happened in my car last night. I wanted to ask you guys about it. Um, it Tra- wouldn't start. Traded in, and uh, I was a, in a parking lot. I went, well, what the hell? It just wa- it just wouldn't start. I was like, oh, maybe the battery died for whatever reason. Was it, was it your car? Yeah, it was my car, and um, that's something you do. <laughs> I, yeah, <that> <laughs> yeah. 
So I, uh, I'm a AAA member, and they came, and he was like, no, the battery's fine. Uh, oh, he goes, I know what happened. Uh, you have to reset your car. I went, what? what? He goes, you have yeah, to reset you your did car. Something, okay. And you have to reset it. Okay. I'd never I, heard of this. I know exactly what you're talking about. I've never about. heard of because this either. Because there are either. three ways we can reset it. Then we went through, and finally the third way, which was just disconnect the battery for a second. Right. And, that, and uh, That's the most common way. It started again. I go, what What caused this? He goes, you did something wrong. I go, but I, I don't know what I, what I did. You've had issues with that car, haven't you? My car, uh, the display screen went off, and I could still drive, but it said, uh, uh, please call such and such. So I, that time, I took it to the dealer, mm-hmm. and they go, oh, yeah, the, there was we had a trouble with this flange or whatever, so they replaced that. And it was fine until a couple of days ago. I went out, and it just had a warning light on it, but everything was working, Turns out I had to go to my app for the car. Uh oh. And address, yeah, you're going to have. This one percenter stuff. Oh, God. I, that, that's the I, problem. It's not. And I check the app and I re, and I go, okay, I'm aware of this. And I changed it. Turns out it needed washer fluid. Unbelievable. See, so, but it, it, I, it still started, fluid. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It started okay. and ran, but there was a warning light on the. On I was the driving last dash. week. I'm yeah. driving along. Uh-huh. And all of a sudden the car just dies. Guess what? No gas. Ah, oh, jeez. <laughs> Son of a gun. It's like they want you to fill it up every time I, it goes empty. Yeah, you thought it was an EV, didn't you? <laughs> okay. So well. apparently, I, I guess I, I did a little more research on my own, and I guess potentially I hit the button, the start button, twice in a row on accident uh, or something. I don't remember doing it, but... But that's and, the code? And, it's that simple? Yeah, but why it resets and won't... Why why that happens, I have no idea. I don't know if it's an anti-theft. It's got to be a... It's, I'm no. not happy about it. I, 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 I want. I don't like any of this. I want a key that goes in an ignition. Gosh, you can get that. Well, buy a I, 2002 I, I, car. I'm gonna have to. <laughs> Here's what you re- do. I don't yeah. want my car to have to be reset. Josh, Josh, think of this like music. Other people have a regular ignition, but you, much like R. Kelly, have the remix to ignition, ah. a better version of ignition, yeah. hot and fresh out the kitchen. Think of it that way. Those must be lyrics to a. <laughs> a, a, a song. <laughs> You're right. You're we can right. get you a nice car with a key. You can. Sure. All right. All right. I can guide you there. <laughs> it really? will. It will be. It will be less. I'm going to look at. I, I like. I think I like less. Is that right? Yes. You can take can the boy out of Fenton, Missouri. Fenton? Fenton is, by the way, the way you Fenton. said that. It, F in Missouri. Yes, it sounded like you said you can take the boy out of Fenton, Missouri. Oh, no, yeah. Fenton, Fenton. is, Fenton yeah, is yeah. your Fenton. place. Okay, yeah. very good. Uh, back in the sports page with Mr. McGee. What oh, did we miss? Holy hell. Where were we? You like Mickey Mantle, Tom? Sure. Well, sure you do. Um, the Heritage Auctions Director of Sports uh, Auctions, Chris Ivey, explained vintage jerseys are now very hot and guests... Uh, remember when you said you had to reset your? Why is this not working, Tom? See, I'll just go to this. Well, we I can't read that Machines story. Are our it's, enemy. it's on my uh, computer and it won't. Uh, you know, I'm going to be the front lines against the robots. I let you guys know that right. It won't move. How are you going to fight them? With my fists. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll be dead in two seconds, but I'll be in the front lines. Thank you. I found an answer to your problem. I found a list of cars that still use keys. <laughs> okay, thank you. I'm back to the Mickey Mantle story. A game-worn Mickey Mantle jersey, Tom, from 1958, currently up for auction and has already surpassed the most recent Mantle jersey record by over a million dollars. As of Whoa. yesterday afternoon, the Yankees item, uh, the the latest jersey from 1958, Mickey Mantle, the bid is $3.250 million. <laughs> wow. 
However, the record is still held by the last jersey that Mantle wore during his time with the Yankees. That sold in February 2020 for just under $2.2 million. Wow. The jersey up for auction now was worn by Mantle during the home opener of the season, which the Yankees got revenge against the Milwaukee Braves in the 1958 World Series. In 57, Mantle won a second consecutive MVP award, but the Braves bested his team on the biggest stage in the World Series. But this jersey is from that year, and it's up for $3.25 million. The Maris jersey is better, but the press doesn't like it as much. Uh-huh. So, yeah. Last year, you recall, <laughs> ignoring Josh, Heritage Auctions also helped set the record for the world's most valuable sports card. A sports, collecti- a sports collectible in general, it's a trading card. The 1952 Topps Mantle card went for, you guys remember this? Mm-hmm. $12.6 million. Jeez. Crazy. How Who do they know that kind of money? if they've got that's yeah. the actual card? How do they know it's not fake? There's they know. They, God, know. They're they're they know. They're experts. I mean, don't get me wrong. I know there's a certificate of authenticity. That's exactly right. And you can't fake those. No, no. never. But, I mean, to fake that, you'd have to have like a printer. I mean, it'd be really tough to fake that, you know? Exactly. How are you going to do it? Goodness gracious sakes alive. You got to know how to spell authenticity. Not everybody does. <laughs> and by the way, for you uh, young broadcasters yeah. out there, if you'd like a Chick McGee broadcast uh, announcer, broadcaster, what is it G- called? Game worn. Certificate no, it's, of it's certification. Cer- it's a certificate oh. of certification that yeah. is available on the Bob and Tom <laughs> website. I'm not sure where it is right now. You but can start selling game worn underwear. The date of the broadcast, the underwear that you had on. When You'd I make almost, money. When I almost killed Tom, when I almost didn't kill Tom. Unwashed. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. I, I, we could go around the horn. So Christy, I, I think you're leaving money on the table in big, big time. Why? I'm just saying there's certain things you could sell, game worn. Yeah, well, that's not going to happen. You know, I know that you feel like you're above selling your underwear. And you would find it disgusting. Mm-hmm. And, and just off, just low rent. Why do you think we, as your co-workers... You may have answered his question. <laughs> you think we're that much, speaking of less, you think yeah. we're that much less, don't no, you? No, no, it'd be fun. Jake, don't be... He thinks that everyone is less than him. It's not just us, so... <sighs> Hardly. Retired NFL legend Tom Brady and supermodel Irina Shake. S H A Y K. Isn't that Bradley Cooper's ex? Set London L- London a buzz over the weekend. Is this Bradley Cooper's ex girlfriend? I, I feel so. horrible. I feel so bad for Bradley Cooper. I think, isn't it? Uh, they embarked on a whirlwind forty-eight hour romant- romantic rendezvous in uh, in London. The Daily Mail reports the uh, Tom Brady forty-six, Shake thirty-seven, enjoyed their quality time together in the Mayfair district in in uh, London. Oh, just uh, beautiful. Beautiful. No, oh, certainly. Yeah. Uh, the one on the left is Irina. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's her. Yeah. She's not sleeping alone anytime. No, she was, so, goes from Bradley Cooper to Tom Brady. I, 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 she's doing all right. Uh, according to her, <laughs> you, you, you think that bullfighter took it on the keister? Oh, <laughs> man. You think she strapped one on and gave it to Tom Brady? <laughs> Put an avocado in there. And you know, said, when you can get anybody, things like that probably yes, happen. Avocado lube. <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, next. Oh, wow. All of a sudden, he's in a big damn hurry. Man. Wow. <laughs> Chick's, Chick's, Chick's reading it to himself over there. It is hard to be oh. here today. Wow. I'm sorry. Today? I thought I was being. <laughs> I'm, not I was, I'm not feeling what you're feeling. I thought today. I was really? being yeah. introduced. Oh, r- really? Yeah. Huh. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah. yeah, it's very, very interesting. Stupid Here, this world. Will-
this is something he came up with. No, no, no. I he'll, said this he'll was terrible. pay attention. I said this was awful. Okay. That's why. According to Guinness, the longest sneezing fit ever lasted <laughs> nearly a thousand days. Oh, my God. Ms. Donna Griffith sneezed uncontrollably for 976 days. How did they prove That's that? That's awful. How Wait did a they minute. prove that? How long ago was this? And why are we talking about it today? Because today's record was so boring, I thought I'd go into long-standing records that haven't been beaten. Ah. That's because there's no way to prove this. I could say I've been sneezing for 18 days straight Yeah, but or there something. must have been witnesses. Yeah, but you'd have to be sneezing as you were talking. Man, was she sneezing and sleeping? I don't... It, they, You'd I, be blessed. Got that man, going for you. Boy, would you. Everyone you... Yeah. And she sneezed nonstop, right? Apparently. Nonstop. Do we know that's how often... Impossible. Wait, that's... And she that wrote, she wrote a book about it? How would she eat? According to Guinness World, the longest sneezing fit ever, a thousand days. Donna Griffith, 976. The fit started July 26, 1981. Not until millions of sneezes later, she finally experienced experienced her first sneeze-free day. Whoa. Oh, so she could have had a sneeze a day? On September 16, 1983. <laughs> Although, yeah. lucky for Donna, her sneezing fit was nowhere close... <laughs> What are you doing? Huh? <laughs> what? No, we're close to the longest attack of hiccups. Okay. Now we're on to that. <laughs> that lasted 68 years. 68 years. 68 years. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Nobody and tried then, to scare and then, and then no mention of who had the hiccup. No, no of course Tom, not. Is there, back it to was, Don. It was Horrible Mr. journalism. It was Mr. Charles Osborne, born you, in 1894. Died in 1991. There was wow. no reason given for Donna's record-breaking <laughs> sneezing fit, though she did write about the experience. She's allergic to cats. In her book. <laughs> she got rid of her cats. If, if you'd like stuff. to read her book, it's <laughs> called They Said I Was Mad. Okay. What? That's what it says. Well, I think anybody who, who lived with you was mad. <laughs> you want to stop that sneezing? <laughs> her, her dog, Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, sir. That's it. Okay. Oh. That's it for Do me. Do we know how... It, I'm going out to the car. I'm going to drive into the garage and turn the air, leave the engine on and just... No, you're not. Don't just, even talk just like sit that. sit there. Is there a chance she sneezed once a day? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I thought it was yeah. continuous. So did I. Yeah. Non-stop is what it says. Yeah, I think that, I do that, that be, I don't know why he still comes up with these. Her throat would be ripped out. Yeah. <laughs> you would think she... This is what you find out Stop the music. Ready? Yep. Uh, I believe uh, he said the... Uh, hey! Bless you. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Is, Uh-oh. That, is that Corona? Is it? Um, I don't think so. I mean, my... <laughs> Tom, spray him, will you? No, it's it's just a little bit of a cold I got from my new Chinese foreign exchange. <laughs> What's her name? Um, uh... Me sick now. <laughs> See, now classic. there's a show classic. I'm to. Ah, the glory classic. days. That's a radio show. This is what you farted for. There you go. Whatever you do, always be a good sport, Christy. A brawl occurred during a furry gathering at a California beach. <laughs> Here we go. It must have been adorable. It was adorable. I saw the video. You would laugh. Video captured on Huntington Beach appears to show a furry in a pirate hat using a megaphone to address a man filming them, hmm. demanding that he leave. The man pushes back as he continues to film before the person in the costume reels back and uses the megaphone to slam into the man's head. Several people rush over with another furry appearing to jump into the fray. The man who got hit begins screaming, quote, this is what furries do to you. 
<laughs> for those of you who don't know, are people who have an interest in anthropomorphic animals and sometimes dress in animal costumes as part of their furry persona or fursona. People in the furry community are accusing the man who was filming as harassing and instigating the group of furries. Yeah. It, was yeah, it sounds group. like it was. Don't film strangers you don't know and yell at them. <laughs> no I'm joke. totally with you, Will. Right? And the description, the guy's wearing a pirate hat, but he's dressed up as a giant wolf. <laughs> giant, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like, it's, it looks like he's got a mascot costume right. on. Right. Um, on the beach of all, wouldn't it be boiling? I would think. It's oh, been kind of chilly that. in California right now, but sometimes mm. they check the day, but still, yeah. Plus all that sand in your costume. Wouldn't oh, that be? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Probably a lot of sand, sand in other places too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not all furries do that. I think crevasses. some people just like to dress up. But isn't there a isn't there a uh, there, there's often sexual there's, component? I mean, maybe I should say often there is a sexual component. Yes. Not always, is there? And probably not. I'd, no. I'd read the sure? typical furry costume. It's like a mascot costume, but it's covered in more semen. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it, it does have more more than your fair share. Yeah, yeah, that, that's a telltale sign. Sorry, that was. It's stuck I, in my fur. I'm Bukaki Bunny. Oh. Do I call you Miss Bunny? Do I call or? you BB? By the way, if you, this video, the guy, he just he brutally attacks this guy for filming him. Yeah. yeah, it sounds like he deserved it. Yeah, I think so. That's a scary looking furry. Yeah, it is. Would it be hard to hear the guy through the furry? He's got the he's got the big wolf thing over his face. <laughs> I'm trying to put the camera down. Yeah, these guys are the, the unconventional, but well, not the yeah, I mean, leave them alone. Hundreds of furries were out in full force that night for a fur meet at Sunset Beach Bonfire. Here's a picture of some of the furries, Josh. Oh, some of them aren't even... They're they, adorable. One they're is not, just wearing a head. Yeah. you got to wear the whole thing. I, no, no, no. It's no. up to them what they wear. Really? Well, right. The costume okay. doesn't turn me on, just the head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I told you I was in line at Chipotle, and the guy had a tail coming out of his shorts. I'm not convinced that's a furry, per se. That was a cosplay. No, it was during a furry, it was during a furry convention. Though. It was a it cosplay. Was during, it was during a, at Chipotle? a convention. But it wasn't I think a, where you were... It's yeah, over was yeah, yeah, yeah. the north side. Yeah. They have that every year. They they bid. It's a big deal for that hotel. But the tail was coming out of his shorts, so it had to be plugged in. No, it doesn't. No, it did not have to. No, be. hey, in your it, mind it does. But I go told, ahead. I told him this, and he believed I it. Know. Totally bought it. Now no, I believe it was people. it was this. It was the Sansa belt tail. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the hands free, belt free. No. Uh, okay, well, so you know sorry. if it was plugged in, if he ordered like this. Can I get a coffee? With- <laughs> no beans. No beans. Please, no beans. I know the walk is extra, for God's sake. Coming up, uh, that reminds me, we have a, an interesting story about Harrison Ford. Yes. The fine actor. He's a menace. I'm not a menace. Oh, um, where, no. where do you, what highway did he crash he into? Did not crash. And almost kill people. You drug business, um, McGee. Okay. We did the one about the elderly couple that got married and got to hear Pat's great song. Thank mm-hmm. you again, Pat. Thank you. Yes, oh, was that written in 2001? Thank you so much for being here. <laughs> <laughs> was that written thank in 01? When was that? Uh, <laughs> Why do you do some work? Huh? Classic. <laughs> Why don't you do something new, Pat? Jeez. Right, uh, we can review that coming up. Eiffel Tower back in the news today. We'll find out what's going on there. And uh, marijuana drones.
They're looking. They're looking from above. Oh, and a sweet story about Cinderella's castle and a way you could actually sleep in Cinderella's castle. Oh. You know, if we don't break, we can't come back, okay? (laughs) Will do. This is the Bob and Tom Show. I have Cheetos in my teeth. I apologize. Oh, now you're going to apologize. Welcome to the Bob and Tom Show. That's Christy Lee. Hi. There's Pat Godwin. Hey, Chick. What a man, what a performer, what a... My God, thank you for being here. You're welcome. There's Willie Griswold. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, thanks, Pat. We appreciate you, man. Willie. There's Josh Arnold. I have a, I have to ask Pat what he was doing, but you can introduce everybody else. There's course. Ace Cosby. I'm Chick. Here's Tom. Pat, uh, Pat, Pat. looked. You look to be cleaning a cowboy hat. Yeah, I got some coffee on it. Oh, oh. There's nothing worse getting coffee on your cowboy hat. It's for my new character. <laughs> I'm working on. You don't oh, get okay. coffee on it, and you don't put it on a bed. Clumsy cowboy. <laughs> Don't get coffee on cowboy hat. Cowboy Lou. Cowboy hat. As we do every now and then, Christy, would you go back over the furry story again? Uh, yeah, we had a story out of Huntington Beach, California. Yep. Now, Tom, where... you're on record as saying this turns you on? <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. Well, we have some comments about this. <laughs> a, f- a brawl occurred during a furry gathering. Video captured on Huntington Beach shows a furry in a pirate hat using a megaphone to address yep. a man filming them. He pushes back as he continues to film before the person in the costume reels back, uses the megaphone to slam the man into the Chick does the he's dressed as a wolf. Right. Yes. In a in a pirate, pirate hat. Pirate yep. hat. Do, you, do you approve? Of, I do. Of a wolf in a pirate hat. I do. <laughs> of course. Why not? I don't care for a wolf in sheep's clothing. Ah. No, it's okay no, no, if they have no, a pirate yeah. hat. Go ahead with your letter. What this is rules? from this is from Nico. The guy who was hit with the megaphone. Yeah. This says, don't ask me how I know all this. Okay. okay. But right. Nico Fair says, enough. the guy who was hit with the megaphone is part of a group called Furry Raiders. Oh. They are known in the furry community as neo-Nazi furries. Oh, my gosh. And have been banned from all meets. Oh. The guy who hit him was the event organizer. Gotcha. So he's, hmm. a, he's a troublemaker, so he's to say trouble. the least. Yeah. Why, why are they bothering these furry folks? Who knows? What do they care? they got an axe to grind. Alex on Twitter writes, so... Tom owns a full-body bear costume and is critical of furries? Well, it's not a costume. It's what more, is it? It's, a, it's, it's kind a of a... bear suit. It's a bear suit, yeah. In but Tom's I, defense, well, he only uses it for sex. Yes, <laughs> on Halloween. <laughs> oh, and, Kelly gets to be... Never mind. <laughs> I was going to say Where's my little squirrel? Yeah. <laughs> Someone sent me... I think she wants to be Leo in The Revenant. <laughs> Someone sent me an email just for Ace, but I need the joke intro... Played. Tom. <sighs> okay. Well, I'm ready. Here we go. Okay. Who's that sexy yeah. one with a deep voice? Oh, yeah. Ace Cosby. Yeah. Here he is Me with his Ace. joke of yeah. the day. You're doing it? I'm doing it. Let's turn the tables on Ace for change. This is from Kyle. Hey, Ace. Hey. What is the best band to air drum to while you're driving? I don't know. Def Leppard, because you can still keep one hand on the wheel. Oh. <laughs> that was Ace Cosby's joke of the day. Horrible. <laughs> Sorry, Ace. I didn't have a. That's chicken from geek. Kyle. Uh, we should only got one arm. I, you don't know. No, I understand. I told you, prick, going out there driving Drummer a sports the car. I guess I've shown that. Oh, I'm the drummer What is that? What? Is that a song? Really? Yeah, it's a song. Um, is it time to go back? We didn't make it up. I never heard it before. Ace just suggested he 
maybe it, should have a show them how it's done. And then oh. the oh. Sexy man with a deep voice. He's out of control. You know that. <laughs> What's Pac-Man's favorite kitchen utensil? What? A waka 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 waka. The Chinese food joke. You Applause see. from the professional standing-up comedians uh, in the room. Uh, I like the act out part. Uh, Speaking of which, got this nice letter. Um, this is uh, from uh, Jeff. Josh. Jeff Hi, in Jeff. Cincinnati he says, "I saw Willie and Greg. Greg Hahn. Uh, it was great. The reason for my email." Willie sincerely thanked everyone that came to the show for coming. He was very polite, charming, sincere, and down-to-earth. You don't meet many folks like that anymore. I never thought I'd meet one in the entertainment industry. A truly nice guy. Tom did at least one thing right in his life. Mm-hmm. If wow. Willie comes to town, I'm going to go see him again and have a beer. Thank you, Jeff. Well, you know, Thomas. I always try to be nice to people after I bomb, so I was just trying to be a nice guy that <laughs> night. <laughs> You're not going to bomb tonight. It's Willie G along with uh, Joey Molinaro. Tonight, at Summit City Comedy Club, Fort Wayne, Indiana. There's something to do. And, uh, Jeff, if you're in Cincinnati, I'm going to be close to there at the Liberty, what's it called, Liberty Josh? Township. Liberty mm-hmm. Township Funny Bone on Tuesday with Joey Molinero. Come hang out. I will buy you a beer, man. Oh, All right. Nice. He gets them for free. Uh, (laughs) He has drink tickets. (laughs) Thank you very much. Uh, Uh, Also, earlier in sports, we had a bullfighter who was gored in the rectum. That's nearly killed him. This is from Derek, who attended a bullfight in 2013. He says the matadors used pink and yellow capes in Madrid back then as well. He doesn't know where they got the idea for the red capes. Interesting. Then he said, according to historical rules with bullfighting, when something like this happens to the bullfighter, he's gored in the rectum. The bull technically won the match, and the bull should be sent out to a, quote, retirement pasture and live out the rest of his days out in said pasture. Well, that seems fair. That's Good. From that's absolutely fair. They say fair. that they yeah. should is, do that, that, but that's not what they do, is it? Well, they they start to send him out into the pasture, yeah, and they, and they hey. start to get him into the, the bull carrier, uh-huh. and just before they close the gate, oh. and then... Really? They have to drag him out of the carrier. What if they do it like in soccer in Europe? A bad team will get relegated into a lesser league. What if the bull wins, then the bull becomes the bullfighter? They give him a little hat. And then if the human loses, he has to be the bull the next week. Oh, oh. man. Yeah. Hmm. Don't they have a thing where in your training, they, the, the young folks put, they kept horns on and they kind of pretend, they're, pretend the bull? they're the bull? No kidding. Or maybe that's just in the bedroom after the. <laughs> Fights. I don't know. I'll have That's to, in the I'll cartoons. Have to, I don't know. I'll have to check uh, my Hemingway. Uh, Christy Lee is at the Bob and Tom News Desk. What's happening? They call him um, Oetzi the Iceman, and he lived more than 5,000 years ago. His body was preserved as a natural mummy until 1991 when hikers found him in the Italian Alps. A new DNA analysis of Oetzi the Iceman. Look at this guy. <laughs> suggests that he lived among an isolated population in the Alps. He talks with his hands. <laughs> and that he was likely dark skinned, bald, and had an increased chance of obesity and diabetes. Diabetes? Oetzi, Wait, well, how many years ago? 5,000. They hadn't even invented dessert yet, and this guy's got diabetes? He was literally doing the keto diet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Etsy was frozen into the ice after he was killed by an arrow to the back. Ooh, oh, I wonder no, who wait. killed him. Wait a minute. Paleo. Oh. 
Gosh darn it. His corpse ah, was preserved. Ah, you messed preserved. it up, didn't you? Sounds Such like a, I'm so embarrassed. You think you're funny, but you're just Try dumb. Try again, see if it, see if it gets <laughs> He was literally doing the paleo diet. Yeah! yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. Funny and accurate. Wow, man. That's how you do That's it. That's what I want in my comedy. <laughs> his corpse was preserved along with some of his clothing and gear, including a copper axe, a longbow, and a bearskin hat. Wow. Um, I wonder who killed him. Yeah, it's kind of a murder mystery. Yeah, it is. Cold case. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, it's not cold anymore. Remember the Iceman Meltoff. Well, it's still uh, cold. It's not frozen. Okay, all right. It still plays. You can find out about it on that show, The First 48 Decades. Most <laughs> 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 important. I, I just kind of think it's a shame that they're, they're, he's follically challenged and they bring that up. Oh, that's what you took out of that story. Yeah, didn't they bald. say the guy is uh, this this yeah yeah Italian bald guy uh, five thousand years ago okay well, I don't think baldness Mar- is something that it, just happened overnight no, no I know it's, it's been disgust- around forever it's disgusting it's awful being bald oh, okay. <laughs> my biggest fear uh, that's right it's been a deformity for, for, for centuries that's, that's why we invented a deformity. hats wear a hat for God's sake yeah. no, uh, what's coming up Christine he was Lee? wearing a bearskin hat I said in the story mm, see. Coming in, uh, coming up, we have uh, Charles Darwin in the news. Speaking of things from the old old days, you said coming in at first. You have sex on the mind. I do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you do. You <laughs> horny bitch. <laughs> what the hell is happening? What's wrong this with morning? you? This is. It's, we've all gone too far. Coming up in the news. <laughs> Daniel Boone was a man. That's right. Yes, oh. a what? We have coonskin caps in the news coming up. We just had coonskin caps in the news. Oh, then maybe we have... Uh, we have flying aliens in the news. Flying aliens? How about this one? What is this? You know this one, don't you? Don't ever stop this song. Born on a mountaintop in Tennessee. That's Fest Parker. Green estate in the land of the free. Raised in the woods so he knew every tree. Killed him a barf when he was barf. only three. <laughs> Davy, Davy Crockett. King of the wild frontier. Yeah, we got we got those guys in the news today. I'm not kidding you. This is the Bob and Tom Show. <laughs> Become a Bob and Tom VIP and get your Bob and Tom fix 24-7. Get all the info in the VIP area at BobandTom.com. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Much. Hey, welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. Christy Lee at the news desk. Hello. There's Pat Godwin in the performance room. Hey, Chick. There's Willie Griswold. Good morning. Josh Arnold is here at the I Hate Steven Singer sidekick chair. Hi. There's Ace Cosby. Hey. I'm Chick McGee, and here's Tom Griswold. And once again, by request, um, we were asked to do uh, an Ace Cosby joke of the day every hour. Nope, no, e- we weren't. Each and every hour. It's total lie. And as you can see here, I have <laughs> a piece of lie. paper in my hand. Yes, you do. Uh, we have not met before, uh, this person who wrote this. I have okay. a piece of paper in my hand. And uh, uh, this says is here, um, one more um, Ace Mr. Mr. R.W. Down the road. <laughs> F.A. He says, uh, I am in a bad, bad mood. Oh, sorry to hear. Well, this will help. Sorry to hear. In LeClaire, Iowa. All right. R.W., he says, Ace, please, could you do another... Ace Cosby joke of the day. I can well, guarantee I get, will not laugh. Get ready to cheer. Who's that yeah. sexy man with a deep voice? Ace. Ace Cosby, here he is with his joke of the day. Check, there's two balloons floating through the desert. Uh-huh. The one balloon says, watch out for that cactus. The other balloon says, what cactus? That was Ace Cosby's joke of the day. <laughs> See, it's a sound effect joke. Uh-huh. Got, got punctured uh-huh. midair. Punctured, oh, yeah. Lost its air, and it's a talking balloon, yeah. you see. That's funny. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. right there. It's a, a million Chick's laughs. not laughing. Okay. On the way home, he'll go. <laughs> well, thank oh, you for uh, ARW. I hope things are going, going better in LeClaire. Thank you for listening in LeClaire, Iowa. Thank you very much. Yeah, uh, thanks a lot, pal. Uh, now, uh, we uh, can move forward in life. <laughs> With uh, with Christy Lee and her very summery outfit today, you're looking so sweet, Christy. Thanks. I'm not giving up on summer yet. Have I you, know uh, kids are back in school. Have you but... kicked the ass of that daughter of yours who? Uh, uh, She's gone. Did you wrong by not cleaning up her? She's gone. Okay. She's in Chicago having the time of what her life. What are you doing over there? Why are you airing out Why everybody's you... stuff? Yeah. You want to air out some stuff? We can go there, buddy. No, no. I, I, I know oh, that you boy, were like very this. frustrated and you wanted to, uh, I believe you said, kill her. I did. Well, and that was off you, the air. Okay. Well, I love her very much. Okay. <sighs> but a little bit less than you did four days ago. <laughs> I love yeah. her a little bit more now. It's, okay. All right. It's wearing off. Okay. Ouch. Whoa, that, that was loud. Are you I okay? <laughs> <laughs> well, see, my I'm so short, my feet don't reach the floor. Right. So you I have a stool, have a little right? stool, and I just hit my the top of my foot on it. You okay? Yeah. You need a new stool? No. You need me to gag on your foot? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Could we move on? No, Indonesian let's... authorities burned a marijuana plantation that was discovered by drones. Oh, no. Is everything okay? Is all the okay? They used the drones to uncover 11 acres of land with an estimated 21,100 cannabis, pl- cannabis plants <laughs> ready for harvest. <laughs> How do they know that? Did they count one by one? They did. <laughs> they uprooted 20 tons of marijuana for burning. Indonesia, the world's most populous Muslim-majority nation, sure. adamantly prohibits the consumption of marijuana, even for medical treatment. Hmm. The the town downwind. Ooh, uh, I had a good time. <laughs> Contact Highville. <laughs> thought it was a fish concert going on. <laughs> Authorities in Peru have unmasked the so-called flying aliens that were reported to be terrorizing an isolated indigenous community. How about you heard that? about this? No. Vice News reports that locals said strange beings harassed them in the night sure and did. attempted to kidnap a 15-year-old girl. This is horrifying. Mm. A local leader of the indigenous Ikitu group told Peruvian radio station RPP Noticias... These creatures seemed armed like the green goblin from Spider-Man. Oh, my gosh. Their color is silver. Their shoes are round in shape. With those, they rise up. They float high and have red light on their heels. This is, ho- this is awful. This, this is actually a little more like Silver Surfer than Green Goblin, technically, but I get what they're going yeah. for. Yeah. Members of the... How would they <laughs> even know this if they're indigenous? Wouldn't they look at Spider-Man? I, I, you know what, Christy? This is the reporter. Members of the Peruvian Navy and police traveled to the isolated community to investigate this strange activity. They believe the perpetrators were members of illegal gold mining gangs from Colombia and Brazil using jetpacks and other advanced technology to terrorize the community. What do you want? And they have not made any arrests yet. Of course, you can't arrest an alien. No. This sounds like a Scooby-Doo episode. (laughs) (laughs) And we wouldn't have got away with it, too, if it weren't for you meddling kids. Or Johnny Quest. That sounds like a 
Johnny Quest episode. Yeah, maybe Peru involved. It would be Johnny Quest. Yeah. I don't think the uh, mystery Dude, machine could make it across <laughs> the border. Very much. Zoinks! We're <laughs> Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. There's no way that Shaggy could have gone through no. any sort of border. Like yeah. That. yeah. Johnny yeah. Quest had a plane and the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, but I think Willie's point is Shaggy goes, gets near the drug-sniffing dogs, and they, they have a field day. Which well, that, the, that's where Scooby distracts the drug-sniffing dogs by befriending them, and they play cards. Ah. Hey, check this out. This dog's eating a hero. Come on, guys. Look at this. <laughs> I know for a long time you always said the Jetsons was the greatest cartoon theme song, and I, I'm not going to argue that hard, but I think uh, Johnny Quest is right up there, too. That was one of my favorite cartoons. It, pretty good. it must have been before my time. I'm, I'm not... You remember the Johnny oh, Quest? I'm aware. Thing? I'm aware of Johnny Quest, but never watched it. I think you would like it. Hmm. The no, Jetsons I mean... theme is badass. Yes, There's no doubt about it. But I think so is Johnny Quest. Yeah, hmm. yeah. Um, and uh, it's got a groove to it. Yeah. Was which one was Clutch Cargo? Oh, geez. is that the one where the where they, the lips boy, were? Boy. Clutch Cargo has nothing to do with Johnny Quest. Or they were, actually, they were lovers. They were lovers. This conversation. They were entertainment. <laughs> Here's Johnny Quest. Oh, but it's good. It is good. Are there lyrics eventually? <laughs> I like a, it. I like it. There might be a laser. Is there a laser in there? A big band. Was Johnny Quest a man or a boy? Or? It was a boy. Boy. Oh, boy. Johnny Ace Quest Bannon? and his uh, best friend, the uh, unfortunately <laughs> named Haji. What's yeah. wrong with the name Haji? Well... Come on, it's it, nice it, it, taking on some negative connotation. Why? That was years. the kid's name. Give well, him a break. Don't uh, try to uh, race Bannon. It now. Race Bannon, Doctor Quest. Race, race Bannon. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> was it? You have, you have the Jetsons over there. <laughs> Not handy. Uh. When did Johnny Quest? Uh, <laughs> when did it last air? When did it go off air? Oh, it was made what, in those. Uh, it was in the sixties. Yeah, it was I don't know, in the sixties. I'll have to look out some. I'll look for some old episodes. Johnny right? Quest started in September of nineteen sixty four and ended. How has it not been a movie? They did a remake of it, which wasn't very good. <laughs> oh, it only it was only. On I think for to a answer year. your question, yeah. How is it not nineteen sixty five? Sixty four to sixty five. Maybe because of the aforementioned issues with political correctness. So this is a show that was on fifty years ago for one year. But yeah, it was, but it was just morning cartoon. Morning cartoon, and it was very popular. Hell of a band! Oh. Here comes George. Meet George Jetson. Hey, George. Ah, handsome young man, isn't he? Uh-oh. Yeah. They could have been that stripper trumpet in there. <laughs> oh, yeah. She was a bit of a... Tr- she was a space trollop. <laughs> she took his wallet. Yeah. <laughs> it does swing. Oh, yeah. You know, they don't Do write them like that anymore. Do you know the voice of Johnny Quest was? No, I don't. This is a great trivia question. Uh, Johnny Cash. Tim Matheson. Wow. That yes. Oh, from uh, Animal House. Yes. How about that? Yeah, he was a kid actor. I yes. Wow. I had no idea till just now. That's amazing. He didn't do Haji, did he? <laughs> I 
I'm no, sure Haji I can was find out who did Haji inappropriately. If you like. by... They went with Phil Silver. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What is this? A stabbing contest? <laughs> Let's go, Johnny. You told me the river was shallow. <laughs> Haji was voiced by a man by the name of Rob Paulson. I'm not familiar with any of his other work. That names are familiar. All right. Okay, well, thank you very much, Christy Lee. Notice. Uh, oh. Okay. Is that the car from the Jetsons? Yes, that's the car from the Jetsons. Well done, Tom. What else would it be? <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> never mind. We have uh, coming up, comedian Al Jackson will be joining us. We look forward to that. Also, we have Harrison Ford in the news. That's right. Nice, positive way. Yes, um, he's a great conservationist. I, I do a lot of well, Wonderful you, guy. You know, you crash your plane and tear up trees, you're going to have no, to... No, he uh, saves animals. Yeah. He's been we honored have, by many, have, many organizations. I don't like any movie I've ever been in. They're all bad. Oh, uh, we have nudists we in the bother? news. <laughs> and we have phone-free tourism mm-hmm. coming up, not to mention drunk raccoons. Phone-free tourism? Yeah. yeah. What do you think about that? Like that? a resort, and they're like, hey, no, please put your yeah, phones, no phones away for the oh, weekend. Yeah. You, you're here to unwind. And that would be great, wouldn't it? Yeah, that'll happen. We'll find out about that coming up. Right now, I want to talk about the fall, because it is around the corner. But uh, let's face it, the summer's the time you want to have extra time. So that's where HelloFresh says, hey, we got some uh, big, big time savers for you. Of course, they do the grocery shopping. They deliver the food to you. You put it together based on their recipe, and they've done all the measuring. That really helps with your time. And they've got their new quick and easy options. Including, by the way, quick breakfast, quick lunches, a bunch of stuff to save time, and a new code as well. That new code is the numeral 50-50-BT-SHOW. So you go to HelloFresh.com slash 50-BT-SHOW. Find out about this special project they've got going. Willie, what have you been working on from HelloFresh? Folks, check out the barbecue pulled chicken tacos with creamy slaw and red onion. HelloFresh sends you eight ingredients. Put those together in four simple steps. In 20 minutes, using only one pan, you have this delicious, colorful taco dish. You made it home with help from HelloFresh. They pre-portion it. They got it all measured out for you. Also, uh, you can shop at HelloFresh Markets. They've got curated selections of over 100 add-on items. Some great stuff from HelloFresh. The new code is 50BTSHOW. Did I mention that's because it's 50% off and there's free shipping. 50BTSHOW at HelloFresh.com slash 50BTSHOW. HelloFresh.com slash 50BTSHOW. 50% off and free shipping. Coming up, comedian Al Jackson. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. Christy Lee at the news desk. Hi. There's Pat Godwin in the performance room. Hello. Willie Griswold's here. Hey. There's Josh Arnold, the I Hate Steven Singer sidekick chair. Oh, no. Hi. There's Ace Cosby. I'm Chick McGee, and here's, here's Tom. Thank you very much, Chick McGee. Hello, Tom. Um, I think we're going to check in with uh, Al Jackson, uh, comedian, and he is our uh, our West Coast correspondent. Now our mountain correspondent in Denver, Colorado. I wasn't aware he was ever our West Coast correspondent. I thought I was the West Coast correspondent when I was in San Diego. Well, that was, uh, you were replaced. (laughs) When was he in L.A.? I don't think you're right. I think Hmm. you're just talking. You know, Al's name is L.A. Backwards. How interesting. Oh, that is interesting. <laughs> well, that doesn't make him the West Coast correspondent. <laughs> yes, it does. Mountain, there he is. And he's not from the mountains. He's from Cleveland, for Christ's sake. Uh, uh, Al, there are mountains Al, in where, Cleveland. Where are you right <laughs> now, Al? Uh, I'm in Denver. That's what I thought. Kicking it. Okay. All right. Uh, Shout Al, out. Al is one of the hosts of the Daily Blast Live. He's also uh, our... Uh, 
our hipness coordinator, if you will, helping me <laughs> helping me get hip. Now, Al, I gave that you that sounds an, like something that would be on a like an old folk singles cruise. Uh, you can go see our <laughs> uh, water aerobics at four thirty, and then our hipness coordinator. He'll teach you about capping <laughs> and spitting bars at six thirty. <laughs> hey, Al, have you ever? I know you obviously years of stand up comedy. Have you ever done any of the cruise ships? Oh, I I kind of did my career in a weird way backwards. I basically almost started on cruise ships. Oh. I got a uh, I won Carnival's Young Comedian contest uh, early in my career, like before I had enough uh, material. <laughs> so uh, I didn't even realize. Like I was so naive, and this is kind of pre even Google because I started around '04. That like I didn't know how much time like uh, professionals needed, and I went on. I got I won their contest. And I went on a cruise and I performed it and I, you know, they were like, we need 15 minutes clean and 30 minutes, 30. And I was like, okay, I maybe had 21 minutes total of everything. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So it, there's nothing, uh, Josh, I don't know if you did the feeling of not being out of material, but knowing about 16 minutes before you're supposed to be done that you got two jokes left. Yeah. That's a special Willie, you know, like when you just, <laughs> when you're so young, you take the gig cause you're like, Oh my goodness, I'm headlining. I can't believe they're paying me this amount of money, which probably isn't a lot of time. But it's a lot then. And I just remember being like, I need to do some crowd work, but you're on a cruise ship. There's like 1,100 people in the showroom, so you can't just like mm. you, sir, in the all black who I can't see. <laughs> yeah, it, it, was, uh, it, it was uh it was something else, but uh, it it did teach me how to headline. It taught me like the seriousness of because I was just a goofy comic. We I, like I started my career uh in South Florida again pre times where you could say I want to find an open mic in my city. And, you know, on Google and just it was easy. I started in the era where you would have to go to that magazine that also had like back page ads. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, you, you find an open mic and you would go. But it was Miami. So like the owners wouldn't tell the, the people there that there was going to be comedy. So they would just like, you know, DJ playing. They just stopped the music. All right, we got some we got some no names here. Want to tell some jokes? Oh. And uh, they it, but you know what? It got you. You, you got good real quick because your life was in danger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, for sure much. al is one of the hosts of the daily blast live and uh, al uh, th the reason al calls every week is to help me out with uh, the uh, american uh, slang language primarily uh in, in yes. terms and in terms so i can get through the world a little bit hipper what have we got to work with today by the way tom you're describing our language like you live two thousand years from now the american <laughs> slang language <laughs> american slang. Wait, uh, he always talks that way yeah. All right. Well, Tom, we're, we're you know, we haven't done a bunch of weeks in uh, words in the last couple of weeks. So I think we need to show the people your full repertoire. So, Tom, tell everyone, what does being stole on mean? Stole on? Stole on. Yes. Stole on. I understand okay. it's not the right uh, subject verb agreement, but tell that to the streets. Tom. I was stole on. Um, yes. I know swole. <laughs> Swole means um, jacked up from lifting weights. Okay, this is yes. stole. Um, That's right. Um, uh, there's a mink. <laughs> a mink stole would be a uh, like a short uh, oh. uh, fur garment. Now, do you do this uh, this crap you're doing now? Do you do that to think, or uh, are yes, you actually I'm trying to make a point? Uh, okay. um, I was stole. It's like the kids in the spelling bait. I'm waiting uh -huh. for times to use it in sentence. Uh huh. What's, uh, the, what's the origin? I assume it means you were robbed, right? 
Yeah. Where how'd you pull that out? Someone stole That's something perfect. from me. I was stole on. That makes sense. Yeah. Oh no 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 wait. I'm sorry. You're wrong. Oh sorry. It yes. doesn't mean so. Yeah, well, the, no, that wasn't. Yeah, in in regular English, you're right. But yes, no, the, the, not in this situation. You got stole on in the realm of like uh, being. I've heard like swagger jacked or steez jocking. Someone stole no. on. They're stealing my style. I always wear hoodies. I can hear the italics in what you were saying. No, they, uh, they. It's not that. It's uh, a lot more simple. Huh. Stole Even though, it, yeah, no. Well, more mm. Is this it involve clo- involve clothing? No. Okay. All right. Uh, Josh, you got an idea? I d- I don't. Not for this. Stole. Oh, uh, Josh, I thought you might get this one. All right, Chicky, what's your guess? I, need I got nothing. I'm 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 a catcher, and somebody took second base. That's all I know. Uh, there you go. Yeah, they stole on me. <laughs> I don't St- know. Stole on means basically you just got sucker punched. Oh. oh. Huh. Okay. Yes. So yeah, just a good, just the, the exact same. It means the exact same thing as sucker punch. So Tom, use the phrase "stolen" in um, American slang language. Wow. Um. Uh, in what context would I get punched? Well, you were uh, driving here, along maybe. as you often do, driving along, and uh-huh. you're oblivious, and you're a menace on the road, and right. uh, you <laughs> cut someone off, and they hop out of their car and stole on you. <laughs> that's exactly that's exactly how you use it. And Chicky, because stolen isn't just like oh, you got in a fight with a guy at a bar and you punch him. Like though, it has to be the scenario that you describe where things just happen so quickly. Where yeah. one second you're at Home Depot and the second you're just in the intersection fighting with another dad. <laughs> How did this happen so quickly? It's a beautiful Saturday. Oh, gosh. Okay. Well, that, I'll write that one in my little roster of words here. What else have we got? Tom, let's take it back to the old school. I want to say that it's probably uh, probably early 70s this originated. Tom, what does it mean to be on the blade? On the blade? Yes. On the blade. Um, does that mean you're smart? Like you're really a sharp you're a sharp guy, good thinker? No. Uh, does it have anything to do with knives? On the blade. Hmm. No. Um, does it mean you're a cocaine user? <laughs> oh, that's No, true. but I, it, it, blade? Yeah, I could see that. But no. is, 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 the, is the blade some kind of transit? Transit? Hmm. No. Like shaved, I was on the metro. Oh. Metro. No, oh, Pat no. said shaved head. That's shaved a good head? guess. No, that's Does a good mean, guess, though. Uh, you're nervous. You're on edge. You're uneasy. No, that that be that be a good one for uh, for uh, nowadays. I could see somebody saying that, but nope. Is, mean, is blades it, a slang for either a drug or alcohol? No, but it is slang for it is slang associated with a specific type of vice. Hmm. Is it maybe that you're addicted? To the movie Blade with Wesley Snipes, could that be it? I'm no. on the blade. I can't Who get isn't? off it. Hmm. We'd all be on the blade, then it wouldn't mean anything. <laughs> tax evasion. <laughs> Do you owe someone trilogy. money? Uh, no, no. But here's the big here's the, the here's the big hand. Somebody owes you money. Hmm. Somebody owes you money on the blade. Yes, in this line of work, people constantly bet. owe you money. Oh, you're, you're a um, drug dealer. No, you're a uh, bookie. Okay. What's the what's the other cousin of those two? Um, He's definitely in that car. Uh, you sell medical insurance. Loan champion. Pimpin. on the blade. Wow, I don't get that oh. at all. Huh. 
So, I, I, I thought about that, Christy, because I didn't, you know, it's old school. I think it's just like you're living, you're living your life on the razor's edge because, you know, they were kind yeah. of pimps. Were, I always had this weird dichotomy where it was like they were well dressed, but they were still on the worst street in the block. You know, so they're, I think they're always like, you know, they have to be on point. People are trying to rob them. Their girls are trying to rob them. Other pimps are trying to take their girls. I don't know. I've watched a lot of documentaries on pimps. Huh. So is the pimp the person on the blade? Yes. It's like, you know, hey, Tom, how you doing? Hey, I'm still out here on the blade. You know, it goes like living life on the razor's edge. Wow. wow. Okay. Very good. Very good. Well, that was a tough one. Yeah. And then you never know uh, when you're on the blade, when you're going to get stole on by one of your uh, fellow pimps. True. Very good. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know if they're fellow pimps. I don't know if there's a, <laughs> no, there's a um, union. Uh, a union. <laughs> uh, don't talk to that guy. He's not a fellow pimp. You know, he's a, he's he's a, he's a scab. Can you imagine seeing pimps on strike? They're on. <laughs> their picket signs. Their picket signs are attached to purple dragon canes. <laughs> well dressed. Nice mm-hmm. cars. I mean, yeah, they probably have to deal with like PETA folks always trying to throw fake blood on their fur coats. It's got to be, it's hard out there for a pimp. Sure. Yeah, I've, I've heard. I've yes. heard tell. As Hustle yeah. and Flow taught us. Oh, great song. Uh, there is a uh, there's, there's a song with a rapper camera, and I, I don't know. We got to go, Tom, but uh, he wears fur coats, and he has a line in his song uh, talking about the people of PETA, uh, you know, reaching out to him. And I can't imagine like some 22 year old. Like optimistic young white girl reaching out to Cameron in the nineties to talk about his and while he's in Harlem about his fur. I just that's one of those fly on the wall moments I'll never get. Excuse me, Mr. Ron. There's an apostrophe before Ron. <laughs> Al Jackson is uh, uh, was given an assignment, and Al, I failed. I did not get to go see Barbie. I wasn't feeling well. Did you Did you get a chance uh, to go see the movie? Uh, I did not, but that was I didn't go see it because of religious reasons. Uh, I'll go this week. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll try to get to it so we can discuss it. Uh, have you talked about it much on your show? Oh my God! Uh, yes, it's. I'd never thought. It's funny because a friend of mine, uh, you know, all the restaurants here in Denver have a cute name, and there's one called Recess. And she was telling me she was talking to a friend about the Barbie movie. I was like, "You were you're a 40 year old woman talking about Barbie at Recess." <laughs> place we are and that's not even a corny joke it really is a place here in denver i was like it's such a weird regression we're at but i want to have some uh we gotta I, i'll watch it so we can talk about it has anybody on the show had a negative review of it or has everybody fallen in line no it's it, it, it ranges from because i work with adults everybody's like yeah it's good yeah yeah it was cute then we went to dinner i don't i don't think most people have like a hard reaction but the people that do it really touched something in them. I don't, I, I, I don't know. It, that's why I need to see it. But I think, like my girl sent me a text. She, it just said, uh, Barbie was cute. Went with my mom going to dinner now. And I was like, I think that's how like normal people, they're just like, oh, it was a, it was a movie I went to and now it's over now. It's yeah. the, it's the biggest grossing movie of the year. Touchdown. It's ridiculous. So it's, it's, it's oh, and, I mean, can, can you imagine what part two is going to do? Jesus. Probably not be it's good. Coming. Would it's, be my guess. It's Probably. the emperor's new clothes. Everybody, if you say anything bad about it, you're a horrible person, and <laughs> you've got to love it. If you it. say anything bad about it, you're a whore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. yeah. Now, Al, I want to get back to you on the cruise ships when you're first starting in comedy. Uh, obviously, one of the problems with the cruise ship is if you get up there and bomb, you're going to see the same people all week long. You're going to be on, yes. the, on that and- boat and... It, it, and you can't you can't go anywhere. 
And on t- you know, the first time that I really bombed on a cruise, I'll never forget. I, it wasn't seeing the people on deck because at least like you could have some awkwardness and just get that over with. I got uh, I bombed on a cruise ship one time and I got home and the subject line uh, of the email this polite couple sent me just said cruise ship bomb. <laughs> and but this was a subject line and bomb was like an acronym is like B dot O dot M dot B. And I was just. They just sent me this really hard. They were like, we were enjoying your show. But then it just seemed like, you know, you had had a few too many drinks. This is back drinking, partying now. Mm-hmm. And uh, I definitely uh, forgot the second half of that show. And I'll never forget how bad I felt uh, reading that email. So ever since then, we only did two beers before stage. Shout out, Carnival. Okay. <laughs> Thank you very much, Al Jackson. Uh, and Al, any live gigs coming up? Uh, I have my schedule is going to start up uh, next month, but I am here in Denver. I have a show uh, December twenty, uh, September twenty second, twenty third, and then we're going to start on the road. I'll be in Chicago November tenth and eleventh, and I'll be in Nebraska for New Year. So the schedule is filling up. I'll be I have dates uh, in Cleveland and Cincinnati being added shortly. Wow, New Fun. Year's Eve already. Yeah, gosh. Okay, yes. Right. Thanks, Ooh. Al. It's always a great it pleasure. Begins. Thank you hey, very love much. You guys. Don't get stole on today. <laughs> I'll try. Right. Bye, Al. Uh, okay, now we have Christy Lee at the Bob and Tom News Desk. What's going on over there? Nudists in Can- in Canaton- Catatonia are campaigning. Catalonia. Catalonia. Catatonia would be their catatonic and they wouldn't care. Rocky and Bullwinkle. Or Catatonia? from, Catatonia, yeah. Isn't Catalonia the fake country where the Groucho brothers got in charge from some crazy, wacky mistake? That was Fredonia. Fredonia, got it. Where, what, See, where they are all you? sound alike, don't where they? Where are you with New Caledonia? Where are you? Where well, are that, you? of course, is McHale's Navy. There it oh. is. Uh, but New Catalonia are campaigning against clothed tourists. According to The Guardian, the Nudist Federation of Catalonia recently sent a letter to the Catalan government to address what is described as the discrimination that nudists face on the beaches of Catalonia. Sigmund Rivera, who leads the association, I am Sigmund. <laughs> explained that as more tourists flock to the area, the nudist beaches are now being overrun by visitors and pushing the nudists it's, out. It's just disgusting. My friend was there the other day. He was there with his son, and this woman walked past, didn't even see your boobs. How offensive is that? Oh. That's so offensive. I mean, what world are we living in? Sick. <laughs> Rivera said people that are naked don't want to end up with their photos on social media. Well, that's true enough. Mm. For the second time today, stop taking photos and videos of strangers. No kidding. No joke. If you don't know somebody, don't take it. Don't post it. Don't like publicly shame someone. Yeah, exactly. I like to go to a nude beach and ask the uh, guys to do that helicopter penis thing. Yeah, I, I bet you do. <laughs> I bet you do. <laughs> and while they're doing it, walk like Charlie Chaplin. I know it. Oh, I, I have no. I have no doubt. That's what you do. <laughs> Weirdo. I know. Keeping that in mind, Finland is encouraging visitors to put down their phones with the world's first phone-free island. Hmm. Olko Tomino, which is part of the Eastern Gulf National Park, it's Olko Tomio, no N, will ask visitors to keep their smart devices in their pockets. Spokesman Matt Sellen said the tourists are encouraged to stop and genuinely enjoy the islands. Yeah, that's a that losing last. campaign, but yeah. I, I appreciate their yeah, effort. You'll, you'll have people taking selfies in front of the signs that say phone-free island. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Isn't uh, Finland the most depressed people on earth or something? Isn't that right? I thought it was the happiest. No, no, it's no. 95% slaves. 
they're, they're very oppressed. What? Very. what? Yeah. <laughs> dub press. Oh, dub press. Not oppressed. Yeah, no, it's 95% sads. <laughs> okay. That's why they're all sads? in saunas trying to kill themselves. <laughs> like, like you work press at the White House, you just spin it. Next time, I'm telling there's ice in Greenland. Hey, I would love would to you, be a press uh, secretary. Hey, I know what I just said, but that's not what I said. You know what? If you... <laughs> If you want to go into a sauna today and oh, act yeah. like you're uh, from Finland, uh, why don't you wear your Raycon earbuds? Does that sound like fun? All right. Sure uh, sure does. Raycon's everyday earbuds, you know, look, feel, and sound better than ever with three sound profiles to match whatever you're listening to, whatever mood you might be in. Maybe you're depressed or oppressed. Well, Raycon earbuds will pick up your day. And remember, with the optimized gel tips with Raycons, every ear, it's a perfect in-ear fit they do not budge, and they're comfortable enough for all-day wear. And with Raycon, you get eight hours of playtime, 32 hours of battery life, and they start about half the price of other premium audio brands, and Raycon's earbuds have over 50, 56,000 five-star reviews. So go to buyraycon.com slash Tom today and get 15% off the already low price of your Raycons. That's buyraycon.com slash Tom, 15% off your Raycon purchase, that's buyraycon.com slash Tom. Finland is the happiest country, Chick. I knew it was something like that. Yeah. Um, this is um, Most depressed on... is Greece. I don't believe really? that. I yeah. Think, I think Finland. The highest is... depression rate is in Greece, apparently. And that's Wouldn't why Kostaki Kis- Kis- can't call in anymore. <laughs> fix his country. How about that, buddy? Oh, wow. Greece, you look around, it's just a bunch of old, old buildings. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get a new place, please? I mean, you're falling apart. At least put a layer of paint on that thing. <laughs> My gosh. gosh. Uh, uh, coming up in the news, we have, are your pigs too hot? Well. <laughs> My God, check the pigs. You smell that? Are your raccoons drunk? Are your kids bad with money? We'll answer all these questions. This is the Bob and Tom Show. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Text us at 888-262-8661. More Bob and Tom next. Hey, welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. Christy Lee at the news desk. Hello. There's Pat Godwin in the performance room. Hey, Chick. There's Willie Griswold. Oh, man. Josh Arnold at the I Hate Steven Singer sidekick chair. There's Ace Cosby. Hey. I'm Chick McGee, and here's Tom Griswold. Thank you very much, Chick. Yeah. I'll remind you that um, Willie G tonight with uh, Joey Molinero on stage at the uh, Summit City Comedy Club, Fort Wayne, Indiana. That's tonight. How do you get the tickets, Willie? You can go to my Instagram, at Griswold. There's a link in the bio. Come hang out. We're also going to be in Cincinnati area Tuesday night. It's going to be a lot of fun. All right. Now, uh, we have uh, Christy Lee at the Bob and Tom News Desk. And um, have we missed anything? Huh. More than a third of parents out there worry their child does not understand the value of a dollar, according to new research. That's all? More than a third? I would think it would be more than I think 90%. All of us, yeah. On average, respondents believe money habits began to form at 15. I failed miserably. 85% argue parents should teach their children the value of a dollar and how to manage it before their teenagers, or their ability to manage money will suffer in adulthood. Makes sense. It all begins with anyone, anyone? Chores. Teeth. Allowance. Piggy bank. What? Oh. Teeth. No. Tooth you can't talk about the tooth fairy when you're giving your 
Oh, no. Tooth fairy guy, whoever does your tooth fairy. An unlimited bank account it's for like your five kids' bucks, teeth. Five bucks a tooth, right? Yeah. It used to be, we got a dollar a tooth back in my day. Oh, no kidding? Yeah, it was right. The, the inflation at the Griswold household is insane. No, I, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to keep it down. Are you? So what is what it now? And well, be honest. It's a fiver. That's pretty five good. bucks. That's good. Hey, five Christy, you know, with inflation, Christy. <laughs> I'd like to see the average... I want to see an average on that. I think that's high. Do you guys think that's There's, high? You know, something we can actually, I can find out. There is an organization that publishes that every year. I think that's a I think it's high. some dental organization, but, yeah. But I think what's low is the number. Only a third of parents think their childs don't have the value of a dollar. Uh, I, I think it's way higher. Damn kids. You know, as your child, it's hard not to take a little bit of offense to that comment. Well, I mean... At least you pay your bills and stuff, right? Yeah, I guess. I do okay, but just just for, for my dad to be like, yes, children don't know the value of money. I am certain these kids no, don't no, know No, no, but anything. I mean, when, no, they're, when, they're little, when they're little, then obviously they're not going to understand it. But as they get to be 15, 16. Well, there are a lot of people that, you know, they have the, you know, this pile is for saving, this pile is for spending, and this pile is for giving to charity. Do you do that with your children? You have the three-pile system? I don't, have the the three, three, I don't have the three-pile system. The three-jar system, yeah. That, it's a, that is a terrific system. Yeah. G- give it to me again. What is it? You have three jars. Let's say you give your child $3 a week allowance. $1 would be for savings, $1 would be for spending, and $1 for charity. Or That's a great idea. Yeah. My, and my that, uh, older brother... And his wife did that yeah. very young. And man, those kids are just I, awesome. I think it's a great way. And then they know, oh, I have, I've saved up $5. I can spend this. Did I do this with my kids? No. And I regret it now. That's a great. <laughs> and then do you let them spend it on anything? Yeah. Okay. But it's their money. They get to spend it. All right. Or if I want this, well, do you have your money saved? You can, you so know. The question is at the fair, how much cotton candy does jar number one buy? There you go. Yeah. I, I actually right. ate some of that yesterday. Cotton candy? I hadn't had cotton candy in years. Sucks. Oh, my God. Yeah, I, it's gar- It's awful. I kind no. of, it is awful. What's wrong of, with you guys? What? Did you, you like it? No. I, I kind of rolled it around and said, oh, my God, and spit it out. It's terrible. It's you delicious. spit it out. It's just sugar. You I don't want to hear you uh, turn it into this wad around of raw sugar. Anything in your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> what are you saying? It's not good. It's just sugar. That's why it's great. It's just sugar. It's got oh, a bad mouthfeel. Yeah, it's aftertaste. Too, yeah. Uh, you know, I haven't had it since I was like 15, and I'm wondering to think maybe now at 30, will I agree with you guys? Will I be kind of well, take, anti? Take heart to the fair. You'll get plenty of uh, you'll get plenty of cotton candy. I love cotton candy. Do your oh, children don't let get us, it? Don't let our opinion ruin yeah, it for you. Yeah. Enjoy it. You guys are always right. I was at a steakhouse <laughs> last evening, and they brought out this dessert for this child, and it was a big pile of cotton candy. It looked like a balloon, like a hot air balloon. Whoa. It was awesome. There's a place, I don't know, they do a thing on the internet and it's cotton candy and they flatten it with a machine. They like press it down and then they use it as a tortilla for ice cream. Oh my. Oh, oh my. My teeth hurt just thinking about that. <laughs> Temperature, <laughs> sugar. It's way too much. That actually may be delicious. Boy. Do your children get an allowance? We have a, we're doing kind of a new thing. Oh. Uh, it's, it's, they have to do certain chores to get certain things. How's okay. it working out? Pretty pretty well. Yeah, the board. Good. We had the board on the refrigerator. And, but nothing's ever more than a dollar. That's good. Other than the tooth. Yeah. Yeah, the tooth is. I mean, that that that's that's become. Uh, I, I, I'd I, be pulling my teeth out if I were five bucks <laughs> in. <laughs> How do I make twenty bucks? I know. I know. Give me the pliers. <laughs> what were what was yours, Christy? Do you remember? Uh, I think our tooth fairy was. Uh, a dollor, I think. Whoa, or that was more than cents. I. Yeah, ours was. Oh, when I was a kid, it was. Yeah. 
like a nickel or something. Okay, yeah. Hearts was a change. Was change. Right? Yeah. It was a change. It was a penny. A penny. A penny. <laughs> okay. Uh, Maybe a quarter. Here we go. The average mm-hmm. tooth fairy. Wow. We'd get a root beer barrel. Um, according to this, uh, the tooth fairy by inflation, $6.23. That's I hope there are parents leaving $6.23. Uh, up from $5.36. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Well. That's today's level. And remember, things are different. They've got inflation out there. And, <laughs> sure, sure. You know, you're a kid. You want to buy a couple candy bars? Look, yeah. if, you wanna, if you want to spoil your kids, that's up to you, man. Yeah. Don't worry about it. The, the, the average in the United States is $6.23, according to this chart. Hmm. Well, so you've got to go up to 6 or 10 10 How about a 10-ski? Yeah. 10 bucks a tooth. 10-ski. 10 bucks no. a tooth. That's what they pay me. <laughs> Ten bucks a two. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, mean, I do it, feel it, like it, I failed my kids in the money department. There's no. also a, a geographical component to this. Really? Really? Yeah, in some places it's up to uh, approximately $7.36 for a lost tooth. California? Way, Santa Barbara. In Ethiopia, you, you yeah. eat your lost tooth. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Calcium. That's very funny. In the Midwest, oh. it's the lowest, Christy. $5.63 is the average, according to Axios. And their dental <laughs> survey. Axios. According to Axios. <laughs> if I speak clearer, I think it makes me sound smarter. Well, we'll find out. I'm going to have That's people. It makes me sound smarter. Hit me up on Twitter. <laughs> Let me know. The content of the verbs. If you have young children, listen up. As part of a special charity drive, Walt Disney World is giving away the chance to spend one night in Cinderella's Castle. Wow. The giveaway includes a night stay inside the iconic castle at Disney's Magic Kingdom, as well as airfare for up to four guests, a two-night stay in a standard room at a deluxe Disney Resort Hotel. Where, by the way, you have to scrub the floors. Yeah. (laughs) Three-day theme park tickets, a $500 Disney gift card, and breakfast for four at Cinderella's Royal Table. That's cool. Those mice know how to take off your bread. Disney fans can visit GK tw.org slash castle press to enter the contest now through october 16th good luck kids your chariot turns into a pumpkin don't listen to your uncle josh he's I'm, a weird uh, they call me peter pumpkin eater uh, I'm all right. hey there is a really good peter pumpkin eater joke that, yes, that, that isn't is. it <laughs> there is one out there uh coming up uh we have a uh, harrison ford news it's good news Nice to have some good news about a movie star. He's got um, to stop flying a plane and crashing into things? Uh, he, he, the man's a One time. Conservation. Hey, Cinderella, you know that gypsy from Aladdin? No. We've got that coming up um, in the news. Also, um, uh, did you see about the, the question mark in space? A question oh, yeah. mark like, in space. You'll like this one, Josh, because I know you like aliens and stuff. Uh, it's coming up. This mm-hmm. is the Bob and Tom Show. For a complete copy of the Bob and Tom Show contest rules, go to bobandtom.com slash contest dash rules. Or just scroll down to the bottom of the page and see contest rules. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Info. Welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. Christy Lee at the news desk. <laughs> Hi. Pat Godwin in the performance room. Hello. There's Willie Griswold. Hey, man. Josh Arnold. Hi. There's Ace Cosby. Hey. I'm Chick McGee with an email. Here's Tom. Well, let's get to your email, Chick. What do you got over there? Dear Chick, I laugh so hard every time you scream, shut your whore mouth at Christy. <laughs> I don't know I, that I've done it more than once than I did it this morning. I don't remember doing it before. Oh. Have I done it more than once? Yeah. Today? 
No, I did it once. To Out of drive. context, it sounds very harsh. If, anyway, you've done that. I laugh so hard every time you scream and shut your whore mouth at Christy. I'm so going to try that on my wife. Oh, oh good luck with that. All right. mm-hmm. I'm sure she'll get a kick out of oh, it. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Although, How do you love this thing? She doesn't listen to the show. Uh-huh. I'll have to explain it to her afterwards. Uh-huh. Yes, you will. <laughs> <laughs> when you're on the couch. That's uh, Eric from Wapakoneta, or that's Wapakoneta, Neil yeah. Armstrong, or as they say, Wapak. Mm-hmm. Wow. There that's kind go. of an inside joke, because then you don't want to make it if you want to sleep inside your bedroom. Mm-hmm. You'll get kicked out. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. very good. Very good. Uh, now, uh, Christy Lee is at the news desk. Uh, coming up this hour, yet another Ace Cosby joke of the day by special request. But first, Christy, what's happening over there? Oh, what do we got? Oh, hey, this is kind of interesting. How do you cool down a pig? Um, oh, I love this joke. <laughs> um, yeah, piss on him. I don't know. Why? That, is that it? Is it urine? It's not a strong joke, but it's, it's aggressive. Uh, good guess. <laughs> I'm sure that's it. Farmers are implementing new technologies to keep their livestock cool. Some farms have installed fans and misters to keep, keep cows cool, cool give them during pig the summer. Cigarettes. They look cool as anything out there. <sighs> <laughs> How do they hold them in those weird paws? A team of USDA and university scientists, though, have recently that's two, launched. That's two today for me. If I'm sorry, I my dad is mean to you, and then you pick on me. <laughs> no, no, I, no, no, and no. Then no. I am mean to everyone else in my life when I leave this room. Is that right? Oh yeah, I'm a terrible person to be around. You're not. Just no. awful. Stop it. So they're yeah, trying to talk. talking <laughs> bad about He's yourself. a monster out in the real world. I'm telling you, take it from me. It's a long, hard road. Okay. Farmers have launched a new app called Hot Dog, Hot, or Hot Hog, rather. Yeah, hot there's a diff- hog. There's a, yeah, yeah, you that- Hot Hog. Uses you. local weather data to help farmers anticipate conditions that might be uncomfortable for their pigs. Some farmers are also using computer-controlled cooling pads to keep sows comfortable. Special pedometers, the cow version of a Fitbit, are also being used to measure vital signs that will give clues to an animal's health. In case they're getting too hot. Oh, I, I googled this hot hogs. It sent me to Victoria's <laughs> Secrets plus size model. <laughs> Josh. 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 You got a song for us, Pat? Lots of songs. <laughs> I sent you a text. You, you sent a text. What yeah. does that mean? Would you want to talk to Tom? I, I would also send him a text. <laughs> well, That's, I'm sorry. <laughs> is it a song about the pigs? Oh, no, 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 no. Oh. Oh. I just enjoyed the story. That was good. Okay. Well, how, many, how many songs? How, cool. how many? How, how, He's how, done how, one song today. You know, no one asked me to do two or three or four. I'm right here. <laughs> He's done one song. One. It's not my fault. One effing song. It's not my effing fault. There used and to be a time. This is the second day in a row for this I'm crap. sitting here with seven songs. And Pat Pick a number. There used to be a time when you would send me a list of songs you had that would go with stories and it would be You know, Tom and I talked today. We had bad stories, so I sent him a list of other things that I could do. Oh, that's what this list is. He just does one song. Write a song for any of the new no, stories. Gushing kind of about the one song he does. Why do you have it? Back. Uh, what is the one about? You sent me a. This says goats. What is that about? Goats. Oh, that's Josh's dream about the baby goat. Oh yeah, I did have a dream earlier this week about saving yeah, a baby let's goat. Relive that from a rug. <laughs> You uh, dreamt about saving a baby goat. You've got a song about this. Yeah, Fleetwood Mac. Now there you dream again, <laughs> jumping in the river, saving goats from being drowned. It's <laughs> the dream. That's right. It's only right that 
should get to hold a real goat. <laughs> Christy has a place that she has found to soothe the angriness while you pet a baby goat, not choke your boss by the throat. Josh is saving goats while he is dreaming. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. The <laughs> lambs good. are never silent when they're screaming. <laughs> oh, Josh rescued a golden crazy dream. <laughs> and we're just trying to figure out what that means. <laughs> crazy dream. Yes, oh, indeed. Let's fade out. Studio fade. Crazy dream. Ah, oh, nice. Oh, thank you very much, Pat. Yes. One of the seven songs I have for you. Okay. All right. No, I just I just looked at your list here. The first one says, I got nothing. Does that mean you don't have anything? <laughs> no, that's, a song? That, that's that song I have when, I, see, tonight's date night, and I'm so happy. Oh, you got date I'm night I'm so tonight. in love, so yeah. Oh, You got really? a date night song? Yeah. No, it, it, well, I have a song called I Got What nothing. are you doing for date night? Did you plan a nice date? Yeah. Take uh, her out for a nice steak get dinner. Get that a dick wick. Wet. Wet, Tom. Wet, Tom. Hey. <laughs> You're a dick wet. You mumbled the D part. Ace. Ace. Go get that wet. You can turn off Josh's mic now. We'll be going elsewhere. Uh, no, Josh is swinging, okay? Do you know how hard it is to take shots in this room today? Josh is persevering through adversity. He should get some sort of medal for his performance today. <laughs> I had instant love for that goat I saved in that dream. Well, like, of course. Like, yeah. I loved that thing more than I have anything in real life. Maybe you need a baby goat. You might want to save this for your uh, psychologist. <laughs> yes. I'm Goats um, are so cute. Yeah. They'll they? keep your yard trim, too. Filthy, oh, filthy yeah. animals. Filthy. Had, filthy. I had crap animals. everywhere. I had goat tacos, did not care for them. Yeah, we've heard. They were not good. Oh, well, oh. don't eat your goat. Yeah, why are you branching why, out? This is a pet goat. Uh, this is a baby goat. You've eaten enough food in your life. Just stick to the foods you've uh, already That's had. what I'm doing. I was at this place, and this, I, this guy that owns it, his brother is a friend of mine, so he goes, oh, hey, Tom, blah, blah, blah. you got to try the goat tacos. No. Stick to the steaks and the burgers you're used to. Yeah, they were. <laughs> See, you keep, you keep doing this. DLC. You keep, yeah. you keep exactly. trying new things. You keep going to the movies. Why? Stop it. Just stop it. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Thank you. Um, now, uh, Pat. So, what? What is this song about? Uh, this is about your lady friend. Oh, you want to hear it? No, we just thought we'd talk about it and uh, <laughs> try to critique it without hearing it. You know it. I got nothing. Nothing funny to say. Well, cause I'm in a great mood. Oh, good things are coming my way. Yes, they are. Yes, you they are. You know that, Josh. I got nothing. He's Is got nothing. I can't complain. He can't complain. My comedy came from heartbreak, chick, tragedy, and pain. Everything was wet down below. <laughs> no more drama. No more stress. Uh-uh. I'm not hungover and I'm not depressed. No more sad, lonely times. Oh, I'm not horny, I'm satisfied, got nothing. <laughs> nothing clever today, Tom. Go, cause I'm in love. No funny songs to play. I've led a troubled life, many old girlfriends. Relationships always came to an end, but they inspired many comedy songs. The new stuff's no good, but it sure is long. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> 
Another funny to sing. So I'll just sit here smiling and not write one funny thing. Yeah. Thank you very much, Pat. That was lovely. Thank you. That was very, very good. Uh, now, um, we'll push forward. We have uh, Christy Lee at the Bob and Tom News Desk. Quick reminder, Willie G on stage tonight with Joey Molinero. That's going to be a cool show in Fort Wayne, Indiana at the famous Summit City Comedy Club. Tickets available how? You can go online or go to my Instagram at willie.griswold. There's a link in the bio. Come hang out, y'all. And then it says here that you're doing the same thing um, coming up in Ohio, but I think I got the wrong date on this one. It's a Tuesday. It's next Tuesday, whatever okay. that is. All right. Okay, very good, very good. Uh, well, give me the teaser, Christy. What's coming up? Uh, coming up, we have Drunken Raccoons. We still have Harrison Ford in the news for a very cool thing. We have a woman who fractured her ankle when she slipped on some prosciutto. Oh, wow. <laughs> the first-gen iPhone is sold for a ridiculous amount of money. Um, and a bar in Dubai is offering gourmet water. Gourmet water. Yes. Yeah, that's uh, that's a thing. A thing. Um, and then oh, I, I've got a, a, funny enough, I Googled goat. There's a goat story in the news, Josh. Maybe Great. you can, uh, maybe you can uh, come to the rescue hey. here. Let's, I'd we'll, love to we'll, say We'll find out right now. It's quiz time. I'll start with you, Josh. When you're on your bed having those dreams, what is your sleep number setting? 65. What does that mean exactly? It means it's uh, the exact number I need to relieve the pressure points when I sleep. Uh-huh. Now, Christy Lee, your sleep number setting is what? 35. That means what? That it's a little bit softer now because I like a softer mattress. A little bit softer now. Chick That's McGee, right. your uh, setting is? 100. That's right. The firm mattress of a Mr. Chick McGee, the sleep number smart bed, will help you pick the perfect setting for you, and either side of the bed has its own setting. So uh, your back, your hips, your shoulders are all going to be in the right place because these beds are smart. If you're smart, you'll act now and check out the sleep number store because it's their biggest sale of the year. Right now, save a staggering 50% on Sleep Number's limited edition smart bed. This is a uh, short-term thing, so get on it right now. And by the way, special financing is also available for a limited time. All the details on that special financing can be found at your Sleep Number store. To find it, go to sleepnumber.com slash btshow. It's the adjustable firmness mattress. I think I'm on year 19 with mine, and I love my sleep number bed. And you'll love yours, too. Once again, either side of the bed has its own setting, so they could call it the everybody's happy bed. And there are a variety of other options. Sleep number's really been paying attention to the importance of sleep and how to get you the best amount of sleep. Sleepnumber.com slash BT show. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Welcome back to the Bob and Tom Show. Christy Lee at the news desk. Hello. There's Pat Godwin in the performance room. Hey, Chick. Yeah. Uh-huh. There's Willie Griswold. Hey, guys. There's Josh Arnold. Hi. He's at the I Hate Steven Singer sidekick chair. There's Ace Cosby. You sound frustrated. Shut up. I'm Chick <laughs> McGee. And here's Tom. Don't ask Christy for a nerve because she's down to her last one. No, it's just that you can't have a conversation with someone because no. you're always right. Right. And I Thank appreciate... You. No, no, let's I move appreciate, forward. We're going to talk about that on the air. I oh, appreciate no. your thoughts, I was just, I was but asking, mine are a little different. That's fine. That's fine. Go ahead. That's all right. All right. Go ahead. Come bitching to me. <laughs> <laughs> I am not. <laughs> I carry no debt. What else have you got? Up? A plague of invasive that. drunken raccoons are terrorizing residents in parts of Germany. Is that right? Yeah, that's right, Josh. These animals were introduced in the 1930s, and their population has ballooned ever since. 
The Telegraph reports raccoons eat people's beloved pets. Raccoons? <laughs> That's the German pronunciation. Raccoons? Rocky raccoon. Destroy homes and some claim the raccoons even get drunk on beer during their rampages. <laughs> I mean, you leave it in the trash, we're going to drink it. Germany's National Hunting Association <laughs> says that it has killed a record 200,000 raccoons last year. Killed a record 200, you. In an attempt to control the population up from less than just... 10,000 two decades ago. Wow. They've killed 200,000 Yeah. That's crazy. Nowhere near the record. Why isn't every kid wearing a one of those Davy Crockett hats? Wait a minute. Davy Crockett? <laughs> Again? Uh, <laughs> who's listening to us? I don't know. Born on a mountaintop in Tennessee. Green estate in the land of the free. Raised in the woods so he knew every tree. Killed him a bar when he was only sing? three. Davy, Davy Crockett, king of the wild frontier. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. I loved that as a kid. It was like Wonderful World of Disney or something. They had a Davy Crockett uh-huh. presentation. And uh, <laughs> uh, uh, man, oh, man, I just looked up to him. He seemed to be a wilderness hero. <laughs> he was wearing dead flesh on his head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. That's it. <laughs> Became very popular, I think, in the 50s and... Hmm. A, lot of, a lot of dead raccoons out there. Yeah, I bet, yeah. What, did no you have one? Raccoon? No. Did a rac? You didn't have one? No. That's before I did not have a coonskin cap either. I didn't mm. either. Mm-mm. I did have a Red Ryder BB gun, but I didn't have a coonskin cap. And, I mean, oh, yeah. and in cartoons, you'd see the um, the raccoon tail on the antenna of a car. Yep, my mother had one. Yeah, wow. That, that happens. Once again, antennas on cars, that's been going yeah. for what? When's yeah. the last? Are there any out there still? I have, I a, I have a tiny one on my roof. You guys? Yeah, but I mean the, the 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 long ones that stuck right. up. You know, you'd go through the car wash and they'd break off. Oh, you know? Remember yeah. the fancy cars where they would you'd turn the car on it would zzzz, yep mm-hmm. periscope up. Yeah, and my record fancy was, cars. My record was three. You broke three antennas. Yep. Well, you know how much that. I like the car wash. Uh huh. I kept forgetting to put it down. Sorry. Hmm. So, are uh, you saying? In the uh, abstract, that it might have been your fault? Yeah. Oh, it was absolutely my fault. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. That particular right. car had a button on it you had to press that would put the, Hard put the antenna down. Mm-hmm. But uh, you don't have that problem anymore, right? Antenna in the windshield, is that correct? Right. Okay, thank you very much. Well, yeah. no, it's on top of the car. Depending the on the car, car, it's... Okay. Just read another story. <laughs> Shut up. Okay. I told you she was oh, on our last oh, nerve. Oh, oh, leave her alone. I think we're all on our last nerve, and it's mystifying that you feel like you, you know, have nothing story. to do with it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm so just thrilled to not be here tomorrow morning, you guys. <laughs> I, I have this? never been more excited to I miss work. There's a story that someone just sent me on our staff. I won't say who. All right. Uh, micromanagement, the number one biggest red flag in the workplace and the top reason people quit. I told you not to read that. <laughs> <laughs> A newly identified species of snake in the news. Oh. It's been named after Harrison Ford. That's right. The BBC oh, reports the species of Peruvian snake was named Tachymenoides Harrison Fordi in honor of the actor's environmental advocacy. Harrison Fordi? <laughs> yeah. They didn't really stretch it much, did they? No, they sure didn't. Yeah. Unlike his character, Indiana Jones, Ford has repeatedly said he actually liked snakes Why and found a quick kinship with this one. Man, that was funny. The actor also has, a, <laughs> also has an ant and a spider named after him. And a stick bug named uh, after Callista Flockhart. <laughs> she's thin. She's very, she's very thin. 
She's got a, a slender gal. She's got an ass like a house cat. <laughs> Why don't you eat an Ally McMeal sometime? <laughs> oh, nice. Boy. Ford is a very big conservationist. He is a vice chair of the nonprofit group Conservation International. Uh, winner of the meetings. Indianapolis Prize. Called it humbling. Uh, very he, humbled. He told Conservation. Cool. Yeah. I have a question. What? Let's just say, uh, Christy. Mm hmm. I know your father was a big environmentalist. Yep. Would you rather have um, and any particular critter? I'm not going to specify. Um, like, say a, a new, for example, say there was a new type of rabbit. Okay. That they discovered. Would you like it to be that, or would you like to have a disease named after you? Oh, an animal for sure. Absolutely. How about a Christy lemur? Oh, that'd be cute. Wouldn't that be real cute? Oh, lemurs are so cute. Couldn't they name one of the ones at the zoo, the Christy lemur? We don't have lemurs at our zoo, but I'm sure there's a lemur Well, I think somewhere. maybe it's time that you wrote the check and they got a few lemurs. Christy right. lemur? We used to have lemurs, but, but they How much do you think a lemur would cost? Just like uh, my, a male I don't think you female. can buy them. Uh, uh, lemur, I, can you? I bet you, you can. Are you, are you really asking? <laughs> I, really, I really want to know. 85 bucks. You're a black market lemur seller? Mm. Don't you worry about it. I have it. a question. If yeah. you throw in a sugar glider, it's only 40. <laughs> oh, I love sugar glider. I came really close to getting one of those. Of course you did. Oh, I did. Did Lou Gehrig know that they were going to name the disease after him? I doubt it. Hmm. It would have been a nice thing at well, the What end. brought up this happy topic? <laughs> well, I mean, Harrison Ford gets to have the snake named after him. Well, now they changed it. Now you call Lou Gehrig's degree. It's Al S. now, and they kept it anonymous. We don't know who Al S. I is. See, I see. It's just somebody else uh, out I, there. I, I, would, would you want to have a disease named after you, Josh? Yeah, why not? What would it be? <laughs> Uh, Pat, you have thoughts? Oh, I know what's coming, uh, though. <laughs> no, I, I could give it some thought. Uh, <laughs> run it up the flagpole, see if anybody salutes it. Sadly, I can't have a lemur in this state. They're illegal. Well, Even at zoos? Not at zoos, but oh. to have as a pet. What, are the, what, what, what do they have out there? They have something out there. What, a meerkat? What are those? Oh, they got Mere meerkats. Mm -hmm. Huh. I always get lemurs and meerkats. Now, Prairie the, dogs. When well, they name a lemur, those just do they typically cat. name a disease? Don't, don't sometimes if a scientist discovers a disease, they the yes. scientist they name it after the scientist, him or her, mm -hmm. That's right. as opposed to one of the victims. Sure, like the Grafenberg spot, I believe, is the G spot. It's named after the scientist that discovered it. Yeah, Bro, of course. Yeah, it's right. hard to believe that a German discovered the G spot. What do you think? Fair. Yeah, they'll spread now. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't think... Uh, I will need I the light think, uh, the speculum. Hey, Josh, um, can you do Ally McMeal again? Yeah. Please and thank you. Yeah. <laughs> we'll go back to Disneyland. Uh, I well, like if, the stick bug. That was very funny. If we're doing Harrison ah. Ford... Yes. Dick stick bug. Um, stick bug. I, uh, I remember um, Mike McRae, comedian, was in here with Greg Warren, and they got arguing about uh, 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 one of Harrison Ford's... Films. You know, I was just sitting here thinking that's what this day is missing. Greg Warren. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. He's it's a tough crowd. Perfect. Um, uh, Harrison Ford's in, uh, of course, the new Indiana Jones film. Sure. And he's also in a very good uh, television uh, series out there right now. It's called Shrinking, I believe it is. But uh, this is talking about Mr. Ford following one of his lesser movies. Greg Warren is our guest. You're single, you're a former wrestler. Yeah. Um, what do you do on the road? We were talking to Mike about his activities in the road. Watch television a lot? Uh, do you rent movies from SpectreVision? You, you do, don't you? Oh, uh, yeah, I'm trying to get... I just got a DVD player recently. Mm -hmm. I love watching those because of the deleted scenes. Those are my favorite. Oh, really? <laughs> Parts of them. That's, I, I just, that's all I watch. 
But some of them were either like there in scenes they cut out of the original movie, but just sort of can tell why, you know. We rented The Fugitive the other day with Harrison Ford. Great movie. <laughs> yeah. There's this little deleted scene in there where he's running from Tommy Lee Jones and he runs into Subway and orders a sandwich. You know, that's like the, <laughs> just weird, weird to see Harrison Ford in there. <laughs> All right, listen to me. I need a six inch turkey sub on week with bacon, no mustard or mayonnaise. All right. Huh? Oh, uh, lettuce, tomato, <laughs> green pepper. I didn't kill my wife. <laughs> All, right. All right, I see why they cut that out of the movie. Yeah. You, you, you Indian Jones. You Indian Jones. You Indian Jones. Uh, well, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm Harrison Ford. I no, no, you Indian Jones, man. I seen you. Right. In the, I seen Indian I, Jones one, Indian right, Jones two, well, Indian Jones three. Then you right. didn't work for a long time. Well, actually, and then I did see you in a movie last year, uh, Hollywood Homicide. Right, yeah. That, was that wasn't that good. <laughs> you should well, have done Indian Jones 4. Well, we're we'll actually You got a to whip, too. On. You like to whip, man. Well, I, I <laughs> don't you whip personally at? have you the whip? whip. It's in the Smithsonian Institute. You, right you look old, too, now, man. <laughs> you, you, All you... right, listen to me. I didn't come here to be talked to by some deranged fan, all right? <laughs> okay, man. <laughs> Indian Jones. All right, fine. Get your whip out, Jones. <laughs> Mike McRae as Harrison Ford, along with uh, Greg Warren. Uh, that's a true classic. Harrison Ford ordering the Subway sandwich in the fugitive. Uh, thank you very much. Christy, what else you got? Well, a New Hampshire woman is suing a Boston restaurant and food market after she says she slipped on a piece of prosciutto and broke her ankle. I don't think I've ever been to New Hampshire. Hmm. I don't even think by accident. That's a beautiful place. Portsmouth. I've been to Del- Delaware. What did she wear? By accident. <laughs> I've been to... Never been to New Hampshire. No? According to the lawsuit... Never been to New Hampshire? No, but I kind of like the music. Hmm. <laughs> it's wrong. wrong oh. The lawsuit is against an establishment known as Italy. Ms. Alice Cohen Italy. was heading to an area where food samples are distributed to customers when she slipped on a piece of prosciutto that had fallen onto the floor. The lawsuit states she sustained bodily injuries, a loss of enjoyment of life, pain and suffering, and incurred necessary medical expenses Christy, for medical bum- care and attention. Christy, don't you have a bumper sticker that says Italy? Italy. <laughs> wow. The lawsuit claims Italy was negligent for not properly cleaning the floor. She and her husband Ronald are seeking a jury trial and at least fifty thousand dollars in damages. Ronald, someone's got to pay. Honey, you're right. What she slipped the prosciutto? What did she? uh, I didn't hear. What did she do? Did she break her leg? She slipped and broke her ankle. Okay, you would have thought she pulled a hammy. Oh, darn it. Oh, my. Boy, boy, boy. boy. expenses include a hospital visit and physical therapy, and they've resulted in $7,500 in bills. Does this make that but story better? But she's suing for 50000 Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Christy, in fact, will you read the... Uh, Where she slips. Yeah. Exactly what happened here. Where she uh, slipped, just, yeah. Just a quick synopsis. Uh, yeah, she um, slipped on a piece of prosciutto and broke her ankle. <laughs> Much better. Prosciutto, yeah. the Italian banana, uh, as we all know. Well, that's uh, sad. Hope she does okay. Gets gets over her broken ankle. I don't. I hope she passes away from it. Oh, <laughs> A new bar in Dubai is offering gourmet water infused with minerals to, My quote, gosh. suit your mood. The Aqua Water Bar harvests its water from a faucet. <laughs> Does it? Uh, that's where you yes. get it a lot of time. Yeah. And huh. uses a microdosing system designed by the German water filtration company, 
Luke Gel or Luke L. Here we go. To inject minerals into the tap. What's water. a funnier name for a German water company? Lugel. Keeps them. Um, keeps them flowing. Let's see. Keeps. <laughs> keeps it dripping. Uh, Sieg something. <laughs> what? <laughs> What did he say? I've got to think for just a few minutes. Is he doing so. a Hitler joke over there? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah, he likes that. Ah, yes. He likes that. <laughs> <laughs> they offer to match the mineralization of high-end water brands ranging from Alpine to Arctic sourced. Mr. Roy Jabari, the managing director, said, quote, Our water sommeliers have designed the drinks to suit your needs and mood. We can give you the perfectly mineralized recipe. For example, there's Runner's Heaven, which is high in sodium and potassium, designed for joggers recovering from scorching desert heat. All your electrolytes. Yep, that'd be good. There's Vegan Choice, which offers minerals that could be lacking in a strictly uh, herbivorous diet. If you ever heard anyone at a restaurant, (laughs) pardon me, is this water vegan? (laughs) Aren't you allowed to break their fingers? (laughs) Actually, no, we crack an egg into the water. (laughs) (laughs) Customers can fill up their bottles with any of the mineral blends for around 50 cents per 16 fluid ounces or more for mocktails. The water costs about 54 U.S. cents per 16.9 fluid ounces. Oh, that's not... I would have thought 20 bucks or something. This doesn't seem like that much of a ripoff, actually. It seems like it could help people out. Because a bottle of water is, what, two bucks? Mm -hmm. Here. That's not crazy. Yeah. So they're infusing it with a variety of minerals, and it's kind of of fun. So if you're cramping, like the ball player, he would get his potassium and sodium in his water. He wouldn't need to eat the bananas. That's right. So, I, I am a little upset though that they use the word microdose. I don't like that microdosing is now lame. Usually that's a fun cool thing you get to do. <laughs> now they're bringing water into it? What the hell? So this is German water, right? Yeah. 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 It's, called, it's, it's, called, it's called Invade Poland Spring. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. It took me a while, but I... comedy out of an atrocity. That's right. yeah. It did not interrupt my yawn. I can tell you that. <laughs> Well, we have a tribute to expensive water. Oh, Oh, yeah, sure we do. Howdy. Hey, are you tired of them fancy schmancy bottled waters? Well, you got to try our new down-home bottled water. We call it well water. Well water. Well water. People say it's swell. It's well water. Do you miss that nasty sulfur taste you used to get from that well water next to Grandpa's septic tank? Are you tired of tasteless, colorless, odorless water? Water without any flavor? You can taste and see every mineral in our new bottled well water. Uh, let me introduce myself. I'm Rusty Swill. Excuse me, sir. Sir, uh-huh. would you like to try some of our bottled well water? Uh, sure. Why not? <laughs> this is awful. What? What? What the heck is that? It's a, it's a penny. I almost choked on it. That's right. We put a penny from our pocket in every bottle. After all, it is well water. Look for the uh, rusty iron pump dispenser. Why drink something good? When you could drink something well. Well water in a bottle. And a well water extra crispy plus iron and mercury. Well water. You'll dig it. 
People across America are singing the praises of well water. Lord, it's good. <laughs> Warning, well water not to be taken internally for external use only. <laughs> Remember, friends, don't let friends drink well water. <laughs> All right, the classics. Thank you very much. The Bob and Tom Band and Orchestra in their well water tribute. Got two really good uh, messages about the tooth fairy. Oh, really? Okay. We, we found out that the uh, the average tooth fairy fee right now is almost seven bucks. That's crazy. Um, two great ideas. One of them, I, I don't remember if you said this on or off the air, Christy, but this guy has the same idea. He said, um, this is Dave from Pennsylvania. When my daughter started losing her teeth, the tooth fairy would bring $2 bills. Yeah. Um, because they're very rare. Yes. They're not as common and, uh, it's a little, makes it that much more special. Now, uh, this one's a little more creative, uh, in a way, uh, Casey in Michigan writes, I convinced my kids the tooth fairy paid double at grandma's house. <laughs> so almost every tooth seemed to find its way there when it was lost. Nice. Uh. Good move, Casey. Thank you very much. We certainly appreciate that. Um, I don't know what um, the tooth fairy pays. I know what pays off in the world of jewelry, and that's Steven Singer Jewelers. Steven's got something very special going on right now. He is a big fan of real, natural, earthborn diamonds. Steven Singer, not a fan of the so-called lab-grown diamonds. The uh, natural earthborn diamonds hold their value. Steven Singer, you can always trade up. You got an engagement ring there? You want to get a bigger rock? Well, Steven Singer always matches it dollar for dollar from uh, when you bought it from him. It's a great program, and Steven is famous for his tremendous guarantees, his free shipping, et cetera, et cetera, details at IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, if you're interested in one of those lab-grown diamonds, he'll hand you one as part of a special purchase because he would never sell them because he doesn't think they're worth anything. So a free is the most he'll take for a lab-grown diamond. Get the details. Find out what I'm talking about at IHateStevenSinger.com. Once again, real, natural, earth-born diamonds. Maybe it's time for that engagement ring. While I'm at it, with uh, back to school going on, maybe it's time that that special lady got a nice bracelet for all that, uh, all those drop-offs and pickups that are coming up this time of year with school, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Maybe uh, she could get something nice for you. Who knows? Do something nice for someone with some great jewelry. I hate Stevensinger.com. Find out what's going on and find out about this lab-grown diamond scandal. Limited quantities while supplies last. Purchase required. Details on the website. You'll find it once again. I hate Stevensinger.com. We're coming right back with our history lesson. This is The Bob and Tom Show. Thanks for listening to The Bob and Tom Show this morning. The show is also out there for you on our YouTube channel. Watch and subscribe. Hey, welcome back to The Bob and Tom Show. Christy Lee at the news desk. Hey. Pat Godwin in the performance room. Hello. There's Willie Griswold. Yo, yo, yo. Josh Arnold. Hello. There's Ace Cosby. Hey. I'm Chick McGee, and here's Tom Griswold. My special uh, request. Nope, not at all. Um, the uh, the Ace Cosby joke of the you day expanded today. Open your mouth and you lie. To an uh, <laughs> to an hourly edition. <laughs> Dirty liar. Dirty liar. Ace Cosby. Joke of the day. You guys hear about that pig who opened up his own pawn shop? No. <laughs> he called it Ham Hocks. That was Ace Cosby's joke of the day. Okay. Let me see. 
Yeah. Hey, Josh, if uh, my dad and Chick fist fight tomorrow, can you FaceTime me before <laughs> yeah, it happens? Yeah, I got you. Cool. Oh, no, we can wait till you get back. Oh, thank you, we guys. That's so considerate of you. Well, you can watch it on the YouTube lives. So. Oh, perfect. Thank you, guys. Even better. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, time now to uh, uh, learn a little bit about the history of the straight country. Time now for today. It's Bobby's birthday today. Bobby who? Bobby who? De Niro. Oh. Tom? Uh, Billy the Kid killed his first man on this date in 1877. Oh, that's an odd... boy, Billy! Uh, jumping off point. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> Anything about uh, Perry and Dick in there? Or? <laughs> this has killed his or first man. I, there were no ladies killed prior to that, were there? I, oh, I don't know. I don't think I just, so. Okay, okay I... it's just verbiage. Uh, the Woodstock Festival concluded on this date in 1969 and uh, became a great movie. If you've never seen it, check yeah, it out. Some it's terrific okay. music. Kind of rambles a little bit. There's some tremendous artists, some of whom are still out there. You've got The Who, Santana. The Who's still out there. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. They're great, yeah. All right. Um, 1978, the first transatlantic balloon flight is completed. With Conten Floss, right? Um, <laughs> no, he was in the movie Around the World in 80 Days. That's right. And boy, that is an awkward name, isn't it? I don't know. I, I, I don't know what you're talking about. C.A. Conten Floss was the name of that actor. Yeah. Sounds like a bikini. <laughs> a one-stop shop for philosophy and dentistry. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there you go. That's that's much better oh, than where I was going. That was a very clean going. way to say it. Oh, yeah. Kant and Floss. Yeah. 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 That's the yeah I was thinking more Kant. about how do you clean your dental dam. <laughs> and that's what I was trying to avoid. Yeah, I know. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Uh, how about some birthdays? Oh, look at this. What are the odds? <laughs> it's it's going to be so unimportant. <laughs> no, I, this is complete chance. Born in 1786, Davy Crockett. Oh, wow. Born on a mountain, oh. Tennessee. You guys aren't fans? Stay in I don't even know what it is. Did, did Fess Parker play both Davy Crockett and Daniel Boone? <laughs> yeah, he did. Wow, what a stretch. <laughs> <laughs> and something else, did, did, too. Get what cast. else did he play? Like, uh, Fess Parker. That's true. 1893, May oh. West. Um, never really got see that. Me sometime. Yeah, yeah. Kanye's grandma. Yeah, okay. That's right. Well, that would be a stretch, but okay. Um, <laughs> uh, may she rest in peace. <laughs> um, oh, here's a good one. Here's a good one. Let's see. Uh, I'll run this by Chick. Is De Niro not on there? Is he not on the list? Uh, born in 43. Yes, he is. <laughs> yeah, we got to get Fess Parker out of the way, though. <laughs> Nobody's heard of Robert De Niro. <laughs> How about this one? Uh, 1913, happy birthday to W. Mark Felt. W. Mark Please. Felt. You know this. Veteran you know pen. This. The felt tip pen? <laughs> yeah, oh. felt tip pen. No, Na- uh, nicknamed after a very famous movie. Yes. He's better known by his nickname. Uh, Titanic? Uh, um, <laughs> Deep Throat. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. your contention, right? No, no. It was He wrote a book about it years late, just a few years ago, actually. Uh, Mark Felt was, in fact, Deep Throat. Um, yeah, I think more people know the porno than the uh, than the, than that story. Uh, here you go, Chick. You happy? Nineteen forty-three. Robert De Niro, okay. great actor. Eighty years old today. Um, he wants to know if you're happy now, though. Yes, I couldn't be happier. <laughs> you, you brought it up. What? Uh, <laughs> sure. Ace, uh, nineteen sixty-three. John Gruden, oh, former yeah. coach. Yeah, how's he doing? <laughs> Oh, yeah. He's oh, suing, uh, not he's very suing good the anymore, NFL, right? right? What? Su- suing the NFL, I think. <laughs> Sitting around, earning $10 million a year for nothing. 
1969, Donnie Wahlberg. Oh, Mexico Burger. And he was the... Oh, Blue Bloods, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Blue Bloods? And he was a new yeah. kid. Uh, the middle-aged guys in the block. Isn't that their, their new band? <laughs> That's right, yes. Oh, they, yeah. they go out there and do oh, that. Oh, okay. oh, uh, Chick oh, McGee is oh, over there, and it's time oh, now to oh, review oh, what we learned on today's show. Hmm. Evidently, I yelled at Christy uh, to shut her whore mouth earlier to open the show. And yeah, I, you did. I don't remember. First words out of your mouth today. I don't think I... I don't think that... Yeah, the context is important to that remark. Uh, bull gored a guy right in the rectum. That's rough, man. Boy. Man. Videos out there. And apparently, uh, according to the rules of bullfighting, the bull gets to go to the pasture. Good. And uh, he wins. Oh, yeah, I, I don't know if that's true. I, I, I don't know if I that's it true is. either. I hope it is. I hope it is, too. But do you think he was the bull was stabbed before? Because that's how they do that, right? Mm-hmm. Don't they? Between yeah, the that weird spear thing. And right, the, yeah. They're they hang out of, off of them. And, right, yeah. yeah. With colorful ribbons and stuff. Oh, yes. So that, therefore, <laughs> it is. Uh, no, have you seen it? A, a real bear. They make yeah, oh, yeah, no, they the, are. the spears are all no, I know, decorated. But, and, but you made it sound uh, like that was it was acceptable because they it's had It's not rhythmic ribbons. gymnastics for bulls. Hmm. I'd, I'd watch that. The ribbons? It's like the scarves on Steven Tyler's microphone yes. stand. Kind of, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. a great analogy, yes. Uh, but you can see the video of this poor guy getting... Uh, Torn hold. No. Torn asunder. Torn hold. <laughs> I mean, he, that's what happens. Pat Godwin, Tom said, what a man, what a performer. Oh. After just one song. A yeah, great song this morning, Pat. You did a nice job. Oh, my God. Three Pat. songs. Amazing. Song of a tribute to the elderly in their dating rituals. It was very nice. Brand new. However, Pat did, <laughs> did evidently at some point this morning spill coffee on his cowboy hat. I did, yeah. I had to oh. get it cleaned off. Do you, do you take that? Do you, wear, do, do you wear that cowboy hat, uh... Wear that at home in the sack? No, that's right. New character we'll do tomorrow. Cowboy Lou. Joe Buck? Oh. (laughs) Cowboy Lou. A bullfight almost always ends with the matador killing off the bull with his sword. If the bull is doing well, the bull is pardoned and his life is spared. Good. I did not know that. I'm glad to hear that, too. We covered a furry fight in news. Yeah, we did. Yeah. A wolf and a pirate. Yeah. Evidently. Uh, Josh loves his dream goat. For absolute real, more than he said, he likes that. He loves that dream goat more than anything in real life. <laughs> do you think? Well, could, I hope she's not listening. Do you think it was it really a goat or was it greatest of all time? Goat is that possible? No, it was a baby. No, it was a baby. But, I mean, goat. does the goat yeah, does the goat, goat represent that that you were saving the greatest person? No, it rep, we we learned it represented that I'm an honorable person or something. Big yeah. green egg uh, cookout tomorrow. All right, oh, yeah. looking forward to that. This is the Bob and Tom Show. Got something to say? Send us an email. Bob and Tom at BobandTom.com. This is the Bob and Tom Show. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra driver? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on a sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B L E A V on YouTube or wherever you listen.